What is up, guys? We're back. This is the Brace Squad Podcast. We're back with basketball. Uh, week one just ended, or is it still going on? I think it's been ended. Yeah. It, it, it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was Tuesday. Okay, so we missed the deadline. So we're week one slash going into week two. Um, got a lot of news. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, how you guys been? Good. Yeah. Good, yeah. I know we, we kind of skipped past our top ten centers. We did yeah. every position, but... We kind of talked about it. Everybody literally had the exact same list. So we're just going to read it off real quick and get that over with. Yo, Kinch at one. Embiid at two. Bam at three. Cat at four. Rudy Gobert at five. DeAndre Aiden at six. Nikola Vucevic at seven. Clint Capella at eight. Valentinus at nine. Christian Wood at ten. Pretty like Everybody's kind of solidified. Yeah, like those last three, you can move them around. But I, I, I feel really confident in those rankings. I think we all agreed with that. Very interchangeable, those last three. For but. being honest, sadly, it seems like the center position is kind of the less important one throughout. So it's like, yeah. It is a different age in the game, sadly. When it comes to crunch time, it's always forwards out there. Yeah, of all positions, I feel like center is the most, um, what's the word? Underappreciated. It's not even yeah. that. Um, it's expendable. Yeah, that's Because if you look for. at even, like, the DeAndre Aiden situation right now, is he a match player? Like, you look at a lot of centers out there, five mil can get you a solid fucking run, jump, and dunk center that can do about 60, 70% of what DeAndre Aiden gives you. Then you spend the rest of that money on a weed. So, like, I honestly really see where Phoenix is coming from yeah. for not wanting to give him that money. I feel like not at all. He he he's not a max contract player. But I think ever since they had that uh the Stephen Adams contract extension, that kind of just screwed it up for all the centers. Yeah, because now they're all they're all going to want that money. money. I feel like when you look at somebody like who was it Wendell Carter who got like twelve point five. That's like a like realistic. Yeah, that's like what? a realistic yeah. max for them. Not even match, but that's like good for like red jump and dunk centers because essentially that's what they are: mm-hmm. red jump and dunk defend. I feel like him, Jared Allen, like, those type of bigs kind of fit that criteria. The only ones that, obviously, if you're, like, a Jokic type, Embiid type, you, it's Cat. different. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a center, they, they can either stretch the floor or is, like, a monster defensively. I think. Or offensively. Yeah. Because yeah. if you can shoot three as a big Because even then, monster defensively, I mean, look at Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Overrated. Like, yeah, like, I'm going to be real. I, when yeah, I, he is. Would I pay that much or would I fucking pay what? Merlin's Noel. Merlin's Noel. Let's look at what Yaka Pertle's probably going to get yeah. next offseason. Probably about 12, 13 mil as well. Daniel Gafford's looking nice. Daniel Gafford, exactly. Like, there's so many, so many bids out there. That's why I'm also really curious to see what Mitchell Robinson is going to yeah. get this offseason. Because Merlin's Noel does damn near the same shit Robinson does at a way more affordable rate. It's just... It's tough out there to be a big for sure. But besides that, let's talk about what's been going on. We look at the, the Ben Simmons situation. I think we all expected him to be out of Philly by now. And it's not looking like it's going to happen anytime soon. They're, who was it? They, I think it was a... What's his, his name? The executive he used to be with Houston before. The guy who's been making all the moves. What the fuck's his name? Oh my god, I just had it. Y'all know who I'm Darryl talking Moore? about. Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey had said, we're, we're in Embiid's prime. Don't be surprised if this takes years. Yeah. Like, they are really determined on playing the long game. And it's just a matter of, like... I, I, it's just crazy to me. Like, I, it went from being like, oh, he's going to be traded this week to, like, oh, nah. Like, we're holding out. But at the same time, I think they're trying to play a bluff. 
because they've been saying this is Embiid's prime. So realistically, if you're in your star player's prime, you're not going to hold out on that trade for years because you know he's not going to give you the same effort that other people would who genuinely care about trying to win one in Philly. How do y'all feel about that? So novella, man. Um, it's just it's getting uglier, uglier and uglier as the day by, and it's just like you're losing way more trade value with holding him out, and he's still going to be unhappy regardless because you've already tarnished the relationship or like yeah i don't think you can go back yeah you can't go back because even Embiid went out in public and just started saying shit like did you honestly need to say that shit but i i know he's trying to like take his steps back like i don't know if you guys saw that nets game where before he was like hey guys stay with me stay with ben that's still our brother we love ben and all that stuff but it's like but that was but that was what like a week later after he said all that stuff about like oh i don't care about that guy like and then uh, what's it called? Uh, didn't Danny Gray say some shit too? Like, he was just saying, just shut up and play your game. Just, just try. That's really all you can do. I mean, I don't blame them though. Like, I'm gonna be honest. I've They're been, I, I've been on the whole Ben Simmons side throughout everything, but I genuinely think what he did at practice was weak as fuck. Like that's some middle school shit. Like, bro, I get it. You don't want to be there, but you're getting paid over thirty mil to do your job. Like, just show up and fucking. The best way for you, in my opinion, to end this is just by fucking playing. Yeah. You play. You make your trade value up. You get Philly what they want. They get you out of there. Everybody wins. I don't know what you think you're doing by like fucking practicing with your phone in your pocket on sweatpants when everybody else is in their actual warm-ups like that shit's weak bro like come on he needs to follow that hardened game plan like that's the same thing that Harden did when um uh, when he wanted out of houston didn't he play well, Harden showed up that's what yeah, i'm saying like, that he, oh, needs yeah. to, he needs to follow that blueprint yeah. like if you really want out fucking play like maybe somebody throughout the season is gonna get pissed off dame for example bradley bill for example i think that's what they're waiting on but it's just like it's all falling on him at the end of the day. Like, if you play, you know, you're building up your value because now we see what improvement you've made on the offseason. And, you know, teams might be interested, like the Warriors. They could expend expend some pieces. Yeah, for sure. But if he's in a situation where he's really unhappy, he he could just be petty and just keep causing more drama so they get less in a trade package. But it's like... If he's trying to be a diva. I think what Daryl Morey is trying to try to, like, get Ben to realize is, like, you might, as... Ben's perspective look at James Harden look at Anthony Davis look at all these guys and be like hey they demanded a trade and they got shipped right away Mm -hmm. but I feel like one of the factors that he isn't realizing is he has four years left on his contract everybody else was expiring this year expiring the week the year after it was two years or less obviously those teams are going to be like hey let's get rid of this guy so we don't lose him in free agency for nothing but that same situation isn't there for you you have three other off seasons that you have to go through before you're in that boat so it's like Daryl Morey's like, dude, like, you're not in that position. We don't have to train you like they did. Like, we could just wait. And I think everybody's just trying to call their own bluff right now, and it's just, like, it's just ugly. It's terrible, man. I'll be honest, though. With that situation, I'm, I'm with Philly on that. Like, if I know that, at worst, whatever that team is getting is a fucking all-defensive first-team playmaker, I'm not trading him for no fucking rotation players. Yeah. Like, I'm trading him for a good package they've already made it clear yeah uh, they're, they're looking for a win now player yeah and it's just if, if a team is willing to like honestly up. what they're demanding is high as fucking it should be bro ben simmons is not a bum and they're trying to like get that narrative out there like yeah it was a bad series but are we really letting fucking seven games define a whole player yeah like this dude at the end of the day is still a good ass he's an all-star bro and he deserved it in my opinion but i agree
we'll we'll see what what happens with that. We'll see how it ends. Hopefully, it ends soon so we can see Ben Simmons play and just see Joel with some help because even right now he's holding it down. Him and Seth, Tobias, like they they they're doing their thing. It's mostly mostly Joel trying to play through the post, but it's like once he gets that other creator, like Tyrese Maxey's nice, but he's not ready yet. No, no. And like once he gets somebody else to kind of take off that pressure. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be good. They're in that position where they really need Ben back to like just to get the boat rolling. Yeah, at first I was kind of thinking that Malcolm Bronte and Karis LeVert package would have been nice, but Karis LeVert's hurt again, yeah. and Philly said that they're not interested in that, and I kind of see why. Mark, Malcolm Brogdon just got injured too, so really, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like you can't trade that. You have you can't do Portland no more. No. I I think just because Dame's kind of been off since the season started, and CJ, I'm I'm be honest. CJ's been doing better than what I expected, but then getting players like him and Tobias, I've never been that high on. I mean, CJ's averaging like 27 points right now for them. He's a story, though. Story is that hot. We all know what CJ really is, respectfully. And come playoff season. In, post- in the season, you know, you expect that, right? But come playoff season, it's, come it's, playoff it's not time. Even like CJ's bad. It's just no. you can't win with two small players in your backcourt like that who are just literally redundant if you think about it. Like, yeah, like, you might say, oh, Steph and Clay are just, like, shooters who are just kind of redundant, but they're really not. Like, Clay's two-way. He can guard everybody. Steph's the greatest shooter of all time. Like, you can't win with those two small guys. Like, that's why Cleveland yeah. isn't going to make it work. Because Garland and Sexton isn't going to work. It's the similar situation. I just think they need, they just need some variety out there. I don't know, because at this point, what can you really get for him? E- even, like, the, those... Really bum teams with like one good player, they're not gonna want to get rid of them. Because all they have for Ben, no, no. I feel like no one realistically wants to trade. You were talking about the Timberwolves, and they're doing great right yeah, now. Yeah, they're doing great. I don't think anybody wants to touch that right no. now. That's just, just ugly. They should. Ben's a really good player, but I think everybody's just, just waiting to... for somebody to cave in, though. Yeah, because like everybody has a different perspective of how they want it for example philly wants a huge package everybody doesn't want to give that package who's gonna came first is the big yeah. question is it gonna be because let's be real as good as the timberwolves are what they want to do is send J- uh, Jalen mcdaniels and malik beasley that's their thing maybe some pitch but their whole thing is malik beasley and mcdaniels we don't want to get rid of d-lo if philly agrees to that it's done that day you know as good as it's as good as they're doing right now, they'll take Ben if they can. With uh, Sacramento, they don't want to give Tyrese and they don't want to give De'Aaron Fox. If they take that package that probably has Davion Mitchell, Harrison Barnes, let's say something like that, I'm pretty sure it's getting done. It's just a matter of who's gonna bite on the other team's yeah. desires. You get me? But I don't know, man. The one team that I want to see t- uh, kind of really stay away from Ben is Golden State. Yeah. They have a good thing going right now. I don't want them to trade for Ben. To me, if it's not Bradley Beal or Cat, don't go for it. Honestly, it's more or less just Cat. Like, I think everybody else is like, I would just stray away from if I'm going yeah. to stay. You're going to be missing out on a lot of stuff. Like, I'm really happy with that package of just like keeping Jordan Poole, keeping fucking uh, Kaminga, keeping Moses Moody, keeping. Wiseman to just see what they turn into. Kaminga hasn't played yet this season. Not at all, but I mean, from what we've seen in summer league, I know obviously, like, you shouldn't take that seriously, but, like, I think they're, as a rotation guy, it's going to be nice. And then, speaking of people being traded, Marvin Bagley. Oh, yeah. Like, 
Man, it's crazy. So his agent came out and basically said that he was informed that Marvin Bagley isn't in the rotation. Yeah. Which is, honestly, in my opinion, disrespectful as fuck. Like, this is somebody who was just tainted number two overall a few years ago. And, like... Over Luca, over Trey. Over Luca, over Trey. And that draft class is honestly, like, not even trying to over-exaggerate or nothing, but been one of the best ones we've yeah. seen in recent times, bro. Jared Jackson, fucking Michael Porter. Like, there's so many guys who've just been producing. And it's, like... And they're only getting better. That's the crazy part. Yeah, like, even, like, are... DeAndre Aiden, the number one pick who nobody talks about. He's good. Like, yeah. I know we were just having that conversation earlier about him not being worth a match. That doesn't mean he's not a good fucking player. No, he's great. Like, his playoff performance was great. And it's like, I would rather have that over what Marvin Bagley has been showing. Shea was a part of that draft class. Yeah. Like, that's it's insane. And, yeah, so essentially they told him that he's not in the rotation anymore. And then... That they just don't want to trade him either. Like, another report came out, you were saying that, that they have no interest in trading Marvin Bagley. Which so. makes no fucking sense. So they're literally holding him hostage, and they're yeah. not playing him. Which makes absolutely no... Like, that's some value out of him. It's fucking stupid. It's just like the OKC shit. What do you mean? When they were holding out fucking um, uh, Al Horford. I mean, that was, like, more or less resting him, because his contract was hard. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't really get rid of that contract too often and then um what's it called i feel like this is the first time that i've seen a player really be held hostage like that and just like no we're not gonna trade you we're not gonna play you're just gonna be here that's crazy if he does was if he does end up getting traded where would you want to see him i was telling y'all earlier i would i think uh he says timberwolves no no (laughs) (laughs) i'm just a low-key timberwolves fan uh, For real, I was going to say, I was like, yo, this man sounded like a Timberwolves fan. Nah, right? oh. uh, I want Marvin Bagley on the San Antonio Spurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want him to get traded for Thaddeus Young in a second. That's fair as fuck. Like, I think Thaddeus would be nice for the Kings. Thank you, Thaddeus, for getting me negative three on fantasy. <laughs> but like, I feel like his market is super comparable to Markel Fultz's. Mm-hmm. Remember when he got traded from Philly? Same exact situation. Obviously, number two pick instead of number one, but... Super good prospect. Could be really nice, but didn't show anything. And what did they get for Markel? Jonathan Simmons at a first. The GOAT. So it's like, <laughs> the goat. yeah. So, like, obviously, that value, I would say, would be equivalent because Thaddeus Young, in my opinion, is pretty, like, much better he, than he, Jonathan Simmons at that point and still beset it. Better rotation piece. Yeah, for sure. Gives teams a lot more depth on their on their front court, and then San Antonio gets Marvin Bagley, pair him next to Yakum Portal, surround him with nothing but defenders, Keldon Johnson, Derek White, and uh, Dejounte. I mm-hmm. think that'd be nice. What about y'all? The fuck you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, man. I haven't eaten. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's okay, bro. You don't know how hard it was to just stay serious all the time. For real, I'm like, like yo, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> As he's watching on his yeah, pizza, you seen that shit, right? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? But I think that just on the Kings would be nice. Yeah. Speaking fair. of which, um, I, I know it's only been like four or five games for these teams so far, but Harrison Barnes has been looking really nice. Hey, what didn't he shoot like a buzzer beater last night? Mm-hmm. That shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. I think Harrison Barnes are most improved. <laughs> Yeah, 27 points a game. Holy Damn. shit. 4.3 threes no, a game. Honestly, though, even before this... this well, that's like, my fantasy. <laughs> no, Damn. Before this leap, though, 
what's it called? Harrison Barnes was always like a really good rotation yeah. player. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I felt like he was always somebody that I wanted to see get traded from the teams because it's like, he was kind of older. He's a veteran. He didn't really fit their timeline. And then it's like, say like, I always wanted him to go to Boston, honestly, because they always needed yeah. depth on the wing. And I just felt like having somebody who could guard like fours, threes, even maybe some small ball five, like would have been nice. But yeah, I don't think there's any way Sacramento stay rid of it right Sacramento, now. It doesn't look like Sacramento knows what the fuck they're doing right now. Not even just shooting. He, I think he's averaging 10 boards a game. That's crazy. That, Do you know if he's playing small forward right now for them? Who's playing power forward since... I think, uh, is it Buddy Hill day three? No, oh, they Buddy Hill's there too. I thought... You know what? You could be know. right. Because I know even last year they'd, they'd have uh, Harrison at the four at times. I think he is a four now. Like, yeah. when we look at, like... Well, like a DeRozan situation? Like a I just think of when we look at NBA today, yeah. like, six, eight, you're playing the power forward for the most part. And uh, Mo Harkless is there three. Oh. Nice, got some defense going on. I like Mo Hartless, though, T. Harrison for most improved. What's the oldest player that's ever won most improved? That's crazy. Just how old, how old is Harrison Barnes? Harrison Barnes is what? 30 something. Uh, 29. 29. I feel like most older. improved when we looked at them recently, like fucking who won it? Pascal. Fucking, uh, who, who was most improved this year? Julius Randle. Oh, Julius Randle's not. It was Julius Randle. He was the oldest one. Wow. He's the oldest person to win most improved. How old is he? 26. Or it was 26 when he had won it. That's crazy. Wasn't that last year's though? Yeah, that was last then, year. Then, yeah, he, he was the oldest player. Hmm. Or from what it says. That's crazy, bro. He's killing it. Speaking of overreaction, let's look at the NBA today. Let's look at how teams oh, are looking wait, right now. Never mind. Nah. Daryl Armstrong, 30, 30 years old, on Orlando. What year was that? 98-99 season. Damn. I forgot about that guy, honestly. Yeah, uh, other than him, it was uh, Turkaloo, 28, when he had Kito one. Turkaloo. I'm imagining two yeah. of them. Hey, that's crazy. crazy. We were just talking about that today, man. Yeah, we just, Hito, Hito's nice. Hito's really good. Hito was just born at the wrong era. Like, earlier <laughs> we were talking about players that... That would have been good, like, now. Just, you know, of course, like, different different types of play and stuff. What was your take on the Larry Bird? Larry Bird. What was your bro, take on that? I don't think I asked 40 you. Again. You think Dude, he's dropping that 40? Was legitimately the most disrespectful shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, was, I had a team clarified bro. with him. I was like, dude, you're kidding, right? Nope, serious. <laughs> and then the dude had the... <laughs> I thought it was a joke the, at the first. The dude had the audacity to tell me, bro, you think Larry Bird would kill? And, and what you smoking on right now? I'm like, what are you smoking on right now, bro? Like, bro, Larry Bray is one of the most skilled NBA players. Like, do you know how fucking cold it is for somebody to walk to the three-point contest in their warm-up, say, hey, which one of y'all is any second, and then shoot the whole contest in your warm-up jacket, bro? Like, what the fuck? That man's a savage. But like you were saying, they'd only let him shoot, like, what, three threes a game? Exactly. So, or even attempt three threes. So he's only getting the green light to shoot three of them. If he plays now... Bro, he's probably going to shoot 9 Oh, there's guys that will shoot nine 8, 9 threes a game? Yeah. Westbrook. 9 to 10. Westbrook is a good example. So let's say he shoots 9. He's probably hitting about 4 of them. So that's 12 points off the 3-point line alone. He's giving you 30, bro. There's no doubt in my mind he's giving you 30. 
Yeah, I think he's getting you a thirty. He wasn't the fastest guy, but but he'll dish the ball around. If Bro, he's gonna be thirty at eight, and especially with how yeah. fast the tempo is. Yeah. So like, what did he average at that time when there were not as many possessions? Like, let me look that shit up right now. He's like, that shit's crazy, man. Bro, Larry Bird. This dude's a monster. This dude is averaging yeah about twenty four points per game on his peak. So then his his ceiling is probably like a 35, 40 piece. That's his ceiling. Yeah. Over his career, 900 games, uh, 24, 10, and 6. That's fucking... Dude, yeah. So that... Honestly... And games back then would only go to like 80 points. That's what exactly. I'm saying, bro. They're going to 120 now. Fucking yeah. 110, bro. Like, that's so disrespectful. That's That's crazy. I'm telling you, that was some racism, bro. <laughs> like, there's no way that that wasn't racism, bro. No way at all. It's bigger than black and white. <laughs> like, th- this man looked at an old white Larry Bird and said he can't hoop. Nah, he man, that definitely can hoop. hoop, bro. These young bloods don't know nothing. <laughs> bro, that's what I'm saying, bro. Dude, isn't Larry Bird the same dude also who said, I'm getting bored. I'm going to start shooting with my left. And, he and then he started got, shooting with his left and just still killed that, that team. Too. Like, bro, Larry Bird was a savage, too. That's fucking that's insane. Rad. That shit. That's some bullshit. <laughs> Marl, we need you to come on speak your truth, bro. You be bugging out, bro. You be smoking uh, some angel dust, huh? That's facts, bro. Something illegal, bro. Whatever he's smoking on, I need to be banned, bro. I don't want Whatever he's smoking on, I need it. I don't, want, I don't want other people touching that, bro. I don't want a whole group of people running around thinking that Larry Bird can survive in today's NBA. But today's NBA, man. I was going to say something foul about the Knicks. <laughs> I was going to say every Knicks fan ever. <laughs> Do y'all want to talk about the dead teams or the bum teams? Let's talk about the bum teams first. From worst to worst to bench. <laughs> Pistons. Pistons, we all knew it. All right, Kate Cunningham's out, though. Yeah. Uh, Kate Cunningham's out. That. And Killian Hayes is, like, insanely Terrible. trash. Like, oh, my God. I did not realize that. Like, who's, I the, know, who's the head coach for the, for the, my bad, for the Pistons? Dwayne Casey. I feel okay. bad for him. Dwayne Casey, ain't bro, I'm telling you though. He's once, actually a good coach. Once so. he gets a legitimate point guard and not killing Hayes' four point, Like, bro, how are yeah. you a starting point guard and averaging about like four or five points, shooting about 45, no, under 45. Like, this dude is actually terrible. And my boy is Smith on the Pistons. Bro, Smith is a fucking beast. But yeah, there's no Cade. Uh, I think Sadiq Bay actually missed a game, so it's like, I don't know. I think they don't be all right. That's all I got to say about them. You think they can bounce back? If he does come back? I mean, it's like... I just don't think that this year, everybody's competitive. At least, right. Like, everybody's looking, like, good. So, you just can't play catch-up this year. You know what I think about, like, teams like that? Like, the Pistons have always been bad for so long. Like, imagine at the start of every season. Most like This year, you got the first... They forgot first, right? Yeah. You got the first pick. You have a decent squad. I just want to know, like, what's the mentality, like, going into the season? Like, all right, guys, we're going to go out there, and we're just going to... Develop, probably. Develop. Yeah, way just just do their thing, just play develop. the game. See, see what you're good up. at, see what you're not good at, see who fits together. Like, I'm a, I'm genuinely excited, no bullshit, to see how, like, Cade connect, connects with, like, Sadiq Bey, who's a really good shooter. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Grant, who could be, like, their isolation scorer, defend all positions. Isaiah Stewart, who's actually a really underrated big man. Like, he has pieces to work with once he gets there. It's just... It's like a, a football team with no quarterback, essentially. Yeah. So the Detroit Lions, yeah. what are the odds? <laughs> they're uh, 
Right. So what are the odds? Yeah, they're they're last in points per game. They're only shooting twenty two percent from three right now. Yeah, but like I blame Kaylian. Like, uh, yeah, bro, he's so <laughs> bad. Like, obviously, Kaylian gonna come and save the franchise. Dude doesn't even put play an NBA game, and it's yeah. kind of unfair of us to expect for him to change everything. But it's like they just need a competent playmaker. You know, mm-hmm. they need something going yeah. on over there. Thunder, next. I mean, just another developing team. Another developing team. They have some bright spots though. Yeah, because yeah. uh, all the one through four or one in four teams, it's uh, Magic, Pacers, Rockets, Pelicans, Spurs. I mean, I've, out of all those, who's the most surprising? Um, Pacers. I, yeah, I'd, I'd say Pacers. Slow start. Even though Chris Duarte, bro, he's he, good. He came out of nowhere. He's he's, and it's pretty crazy really how Rick Carlisle's actually playing him. Yeah. But to be fair, though, Pacers don't have Karis LeVert or TJ yeah. Warren. So that's like. I could kind of see that. Injuries. They've never had him. Yeah, man. Even crazy. last year, they, they spent most of the season. TJ Warren played like four games last year. Thanks a lot, Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> this man showed out and then just... I think that's what tired. fucked him up. Just going so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this man matched all his XP and just has not recovered since. Think but about it. I'm curious to see how they look when they're all healthy. That They're a pretty nice team. And I really, really like Rick Carlisle as a coach. Like He's one of my favorite coaches. Uh, I'm excited to see how the Rockets do later on this season. I like Jalen Green a lot. I like that uh, John Wall's his uh his mentor. So yeah. I hope I get to see a little bit of sparks of uh, John Wall in his game. I can see it though. I feel like that's a perfect fit. It's like a, he's a different player though. I mean, being a guard. I mean, like a two three instead of like a one. Like, but my bad. Continue. No, like I don't know. I think. They need another point guard because John Wall's not playing, you know? Yeah, so you think you would put Jalen Green at the two? Or right now he's playing the two. And uh, so it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's Kevin Porter at the one, Jalen Green at the two. And I think Jayshon Tate's at the three. I don't know, but Kevin Porter and uh, Jalen Green are the one, two. And I kind of feel like they actually need a point guard, point guard. I don't know. I'm not a fan of. Kevin Porter at the one. I like Kevin Porter a lot, but I just think if they had, like, an actual facilitator. Yeah. I like, remember when we were kind of talking about that Ben Simmons situation. If somehow they got their hands on Ben Simmons, like, just somebody was going to dish the rock out to them two and put them in positions to score, I think the Rockets would be a lot better. Another one in four team, uh, the Spurs. I, I feel like the Spurs organization has been one to be known for, like, its defense. Mm-hmm. And then just defense. They're, they're doing terrible right now. And I, I think... I, I don't know what the Spurs are doing. I, I think yeah. for the past few years, it's just been a really guard-heavy rotation. And they picked up another guard now. Oh, Josh Primo, yeah. I, I just want to see DeJounte Murray succeed. And he and will. I like, I like DeJounte Murray a lot. I think this is a year for everybody to figure out what they are. Because it's like, DeMar Rosen's out, LaMarcus Aldridge is out. There are mm-hmm. shots available, you know? <laughs> like, oh, go for it. who's going to be that guy, yeah. you know? I mean, DeJounte... Fifteen ninety nine, I love him. They have I a nice him. young core though. I'm not gonna lie. He's an upgrade, Chris Dunn, bro. You're, yeah. You made a good point on that. Two point three steals again. Yes, I love this guy. So what about the Clippers? How do you go? What's going on with the Clippers? We knew they were gonna um, be without Kawhi, so. Yeah. Paul George has stepped up. He's been really good. Reggie Jackson hasn't. Hey, for real, he got fucking paid all that money. Bro, I, I was I telling you, bro. I know, you I, know, I, know I know, I know, I know, I know. But if they do make the playoffs, you know. I was too, but I mean, at least 18 points per game or something. But when we look at Reggie Jackson as a player, like, I felt like I was talking like a hater, but it's genuinely true, bro. That yeah. playoff series was an outlier. He's not that guy. 
And I'm not trying to be disrespectful or nothing, but like when we look at him as a player like in Detroit and Oklahoma yeah. City Thunder, he's been the same type of player, just kind of a, a, a shot checker, you know? And it's like for the Clippers to be good, Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris have to be huge. Marcus Morris has to be performing how he was in the Knicks when he was averaging like 20 points per game and then he got traded to the Clippers. Because Paul George, as good as he is, he can't do it by himself. What about Luke Kennard? Luke Kennard, they paid him all that money. I don't know why they paid like... Luke Kennard so much. Like, he does have his random games where he goes off yeah. and looks like a really good shooter, but it's like, I don't know why they did. I think they just expected him to be a Joe Harris type. Yeah. I mean, he was good with Detroit. He was. But he gets, he gets hurt a lot, and he's pretty inconsistent, but 16 mil was just crazy from yeah. the start. What's up with the Suns, too? I was going to say that. One in three That's right crazy. Now. Chris Paul struggling. Yeah. Devin Butcher struggling. I feel like, isn't finals fatigue, like, a thing? I feel like I see that with a lot of teams. Yeah, like, after it. they go far, they kind of just, like, kind of relax a little bit, and you just get caught lacking. A lot of teams got better. I think that's what it is. Oh, yeah. Way better. A lot of teams upgraded, and Phoenix are one of those that's kind of... You think they'll be a play-in team this year? No. No, no, no. I you think, think their record's going to be higher? They're going to bounce back. Yeah, they're going to get the... Definitely. When do you think they're going to get the ball rolling? Mid-season? Probably before playoffs. Mid-season, I mean, before but... uh, All-Star break? Before, before, yeah, yeah, most yeah. definitely. I think give them, like, 15, 16 games to just kind of really, like, it, it's it's a marathon, you know? What differences have they made to the roster this year, though? Alfred Payton to back up the, the one. Uh, Landry Shamit. Um, yeah, because it was uh, Landry Shamit for Javon Carter, huh? Yeah. I want to ask you guys about the, the whole DeAndre Jordan, DeAndre Jordan, DeAndre Aiden situation. So, they extended... Mattel Bridges, yeah. understandable, well-deserved. But then they extended Landry Shamit without mm-hmm. playing him at all. Which, like, I'm going to be honest, if I'm DeAndre Aiden, I'm going to feel a certain type of way. Like, why didn't I get my like, bag? You're telling me I'm not getting my bag, but you're paying Landry Shamit? Huh? Like, there's, I feel like every free agency period, there's always, like, a shooter or two that gets picked up for, like, the minimum, three mil. Why the fuck are you giving Landry Shamit, like, nine, ten, to do something that anybody else, to, not anybody else, obviously, but... That's more common to find than a player yeah. of no, you're right. caliber. You're right. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, Landry Shamit's always been on playoff teams. Started off with Philadelphia, moved on to the Clippers when they had that run with Shea. And then, what? Went to the, yeah, went to Brooklyn. Like, he's always been in winning situations, but he's never really a closing guy like that for you to be a priority and re-signing him before your big man. Like, I feel like all this does, like, I don't know what Phoenix is doing. Because all they're doing with that is just making DeAndre Aiden unhappy. And obviously, he's going to re-sign this period with, because it's restricted. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily have a choice. But after that, when he has a choice and other teams are kind of offering him a bad two, I feel like DeAndre Aiden's turning down to be like, damn, remember when y'all were holding out on me? When they're not restricting them. Yeah, or, that's what happened Booker with Gordon there, Hayward. You got Bridges. Remember what happened with Gordon Hayward? Yep. I think the same situation, they kind of like didn't pay him his extension. He, saw, he re-signed for restricted free agency. As soon as it was unrestricted, he could go wherever he wanted. Boston. Yeah. Like, players remember that shit. And, like, not that they did him dirty, but they essentially try to hoe him. Yeah, because... Like, they're like, all right, if you underperform this year, you're not going to get what you want. And it's like, he busted his ass in the finals. That's yeah, yeah. He, he, he outperformed uh, Joel Embiid, too. Yeah, like, it, is he worth the match? In my opinion, no. But based on the contracts you've been handing out, I can definitely mm-hmm. see why he feels like He'd he deserves upset. that. Yeah. 
And all they're doing, in my opinion, is ruining the chemistry. And what I hope doesn't happen is DeAndre Aiden taking stupid shots to be like, damn, I got to prove to Robert Sog that I'm worth this much, you know? Like, kind of forcing his way in the offense, you know? It's like, this is what I have to do to get a fucking last yeah, contract. Yeah, you know what I mean? And let me retract what I just said. I'm mistaking him for uh, John Collins. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pelicans, I know we didn't really go in on them. How do you guys feel? Same situation. Zion's out. out. But Zion's getting fatter, bro. Dude. That's scary. <laughs> that report that said that he was over I was gonna say, wasn't I know I said all them jokes Dude. about the fucking uh, uh, gun wall, bro. But I'm really starting to take it serious, bro. Get that boy to New York, bro. Stop playing with them. I've been, like, really dancing up Zion his whole career. I honestly I love see Zion. It. He's a dominant, dominant force inside. You can't stop him. 27 points on, like, 62%. Yeah. When he wants to, he's getting to. field goal percentage. Yeah. And to do that, not as a center who's... You know, seven foot is pretty insane. Like, when he wants to, he's dead into the rim. It's not yeah. a matter of if you can stop him. He's dead into the rim. But, man, he needs to just watch his weight, man, because it's like... What the fuck is happening with yeah. him? What do you think it is with him? I just think he's a big guy. He injured his foot. He couldn't work out, and he ate like shit. That's what I think it was. You think the family's getting to his head, too? Because I know when he first got drafted, the family was making a big deal about him being in New Orleans. Bro, I don't... Yeah, because, I mean, they're trying to force their way out already, which is pretty crazy. They're already trying to make their way out, which is like, dude, you haven't even... Like, uh, allegedly, he might not sign that rookie extension, which nobody's ever turned down a match rookie extension yet. Yeah. I don't think he is. You don't think he's going to? I don't think so. I can see if he doesn't, because it's like... He might bust a heart and just get chunky for a bit and then come back when he wants to. Yeah, I mean, he... He's doing that shit on his own. But then again, you already know I'm not a big fan of Zion. Yeah. I don't see it. I really don't see it. I like the Duke play, but I don't. I haven't seen it translate to the NBA yet. Bro, he's been dominant. Like, I don't but can know. you stay healthy, bro? That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, but to me, it's not a matter if he can if he can hoop. Like, I feel like that's what you're kind of saying. No, right no, now. no. I'm not disrespecting his game. I know he can hoop, but it's just like I guess. Well, then, like, what don't you see? Is what I'm trying to say. I don't see him like being like. That guy lasting, in, yeah, oh, lasting. Last, okay, lasting. See, I don't see him lasting in uh in uh New Orleans. Okay, because that's durability. Let's say health aside. Let's say he stays healthy, hundred percent. What do you think of him? Can he keep it up? I mean, especially. I don't think he's on that high or, pedestal yeah. that everybody carries him to be. Okay. I think he's above average. I don't think he's like. I don't think he's up there with Trey Young. Oh wow. Or fucking uh uh Lu- Luca Dunk. I don't think so. That's just me. I think he's just a little overrated. Uh-huh. I think so. That's just my you. opinion. I haven't really seen it, but then again, I haven't really seen him play, so I kind of, I kind of need to get my knowledge up. But I don't see it. The only, the main thing with me is just he's a really bad defender, and yeah, with him it's all effort. Like if you look at him, and his body, he has a perfect body to be a dominant defender. You're so much stronger than anybody. You're so much faster than everybody. Like, was. get up there. I still think he's athletic to shit. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's still quick as fuck, yeah. honestly. I would not be surprised at all. This is terrible for his legs, but I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. Yeah, I was going to say, for me, it's his defense. And then, if he's gaining that much weight and his whole game yeah. is his speed and his vert, he's going to mess himself can, up. In my right, opinion, are be Zion can dominate this league. It's just a matter of if he's healthy or not. If he's there to really do it. But if he's there, if he's... Healthy, say he gets a good trainer, like he's on his LeBron bullshit where he spends like a million dollars on his body or whatever. As he should. Yeah, like honestly, if if, if you're doing that, 
dude, like, you can... And if you're only getting fatter, you should be to, fucking... To me, it's it's a matter of, do you want to kill the lead? Because you can terrorize this shit. Like, if you learn how to get the jump shot down, Titan tightens up the handle, becomes a better facilitator, how are you going to stop him? Like, genuinely. Yeah. But I just don't think he wants it, and I don't know, man. I don't see it. I don't see the fire in him. Yeah, I don't think he wants to. It just to. looks like... You know how, like... I feel like he, he's one of those players that needs to be in a big market. Yeah, I was going to say, have you ever, like, had a job where it's just, like, you feel like you have to be there? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Where it's, like, like with us, like, we want to be at work, you know? Yeah. But compared to, like, past jobs, I don't want to be there. I want to be here. I felt That's that. the way I see it with him. He doesn't want to be there. That's why I said, make him happy, reunite him with uh, RJ. Uh, that's his butt buddy so the Knicks are gonna make the money I think next year is when they have all that money in there well yeah they got Kemba for a steal the odds of them keeping him if he doesn't do well I think he's pretty solid for them wants to be there though yeah that's how long was Fournier signed for it was a four 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 Fournier is exactly what they needed though yeah like when you look at him play with fucking uh, with Julius Randle they have a really nice two man game going on yeah bro the Knicks are looking so nice yeah, bro, they are. I can't even front. We'll, we'll get to them. We'll, yeah, we'll get to um, them. We, we talked about all the one-win teams other than... um, uh, I know Spurs, we brought them up. And then uh, Magic, I we, we kind of expected that from them. Yeah. Ha- has RJ Hampton played yet for them? It's injury, bro. He's playing like the 2-3 yeah. since he's like 6-7 now, I guess. Cole's nice. They have a nice group yeah. of guys. Uh, They're just really young. You just got to give them time. See what they turn out to be. Yeah, for Bamba's sure. Bamba's getting more minutes. Finally, he, Bamba's he's playing the solid. four. Or no, when uh, Wendell's playing Wendell's the four. Playing the four Bamba's, Bamba's playing the five. the five. But honestly, those are two big men who I don't think none of them are like slow like that, yeah. slow footed. Like I think they're both pretty good. I'm just curious to see what's the situation once Jonathan Isaac comes back. Mm-hmm. You know, because Jonathan Isaac, in my opinion, like before he got hurt, bro, he was a one of the candidates for defensive player of the year. Like he can guard everybody, what a big bro. Lineup. He used, to, he used to run small forward. Yeah. Just Terrence Ross on the bench. He's a power forward in my opinion. Yeah. Damn, I hope they don't play him at the three. I could actually see the yeah. Magic doing some dumb shit like that. Damn, I hope not. Other than that, moving into the two win teams, you want to start off with the Lakers? What do you guys want to yeah, say about right. them? So, yeah. I'm so not your rant. All right, all right. I, I, ain't I, got no rant. I, ain't got, I ain't got no rant, but it's just like, I'm a big, I, I'm a big advocate for, uh, I'm a Westbrook fan, so... You know, seeing on the Lakers, I was excited, you know. And it just looks, it's not translating to what I expected. Maybe my expectations were way too high of him. But you can't go into every game and have, like, three or four fucking, how, what did he average, what did he get? Three or four is being nice to Westbrook. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's more four, five, yeah, six. Yeah, you're getting more than five fucking turnovers a game. You're an elite point guard. You're in a league of, your. you're, you're like. He's the. The best playmaker with the shittiest decisions. Yeah. Like, like if you look at, like, I don't know. But, but I, I just feel is, like it, it's not bad. I, he, he'll do really good, and then second half, he'll just start forcing it. Bro, but I shit you not, there and was a possession where it was a pick and roll, and, like, Dwight wasn't even looking at him yet, and Westbrook already threw the lob up. It's like, yo, chill. They were on a three-on-two fast break, I, and he just threw it yeah, to the defender. I just think his IQ isn't fully there, like... You know what it is with him? I feel like it's just his hustle overpowering his IQ. Yeah. And I mean, that can only get you so far as his career shows. Um, I don't know why. 
I honestly expected Lakers to be terrible in the yeah. beginning half of the season, just as Westbrook has a reputation of this. Like, every year so far, he's been really, really bad in that first half, and then always flips the switch. Like, Washington was terrible last year. They were really bad in the beginning of the season. They came back, Westbrook and Bradley Beal kind of flipped the switch, and then they ended up, excuse me, making the play in. Houston, that first year, really, really awkward. Then, granted, they did make that Capella trade, which kind of opened up the mm-hmm. floor. But that second half of the season, Westbrook was probably his most efficient self since his MVP year. So I feel like to, I'm waiting until like that second half of the year. I know, honestly, by then it's too late to really make a complaint or say anything. But I don't think you're getting the full package of Westbrook till that second half. Because, let's be real, at least for me, it was expected that they were going to be shit the first half. Yeah. And it's all adjusting period, too. Yeah, I just I I feel like they need a little bit more time to mesh, and then also to be fair, the injuries. You know, he does need to play with LeBron because he does need to get used to playing with him. If they do make a deep playoff run, yeah, because literally what's holding this Laker team back is how the team's gonna cater to playing with Russ. Yeah, and that's a uh, that's kind of scary. I'm not gonna lie. To be fair though, he is missing. He's missing some guys. You know, I don't want to. Yeah. But Wayne Ellington is gonna help tremendously once he's there. Just because, like, that gives the Lakers, like, a shooter mm-hmm. and not, like... A true shooter. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Caldwell, Pope, fucking uh, Avery Bradley, they can hit the three, but they're not LeBron shooting them. Yeah. That's crazy, but I feel like once you get, like, a Wade Allenton who's going to, like... Yeah. Let's say he takes nine shots. They're all threes. He's probably going to hit, like, three or four of them. Like, that's some much-needed shit that they need. Trevor Reza, I feel like once he's healthy, he should be inserted into the starting lineup, take uh, DJ out of there. THT, another rotation piece. Like, Lakers are missing some pieces, and honestly, I'm not worried at all. I know it's a little early, but where do you see the Lakers? Do you think them? You think they're going to make the play-in, or you think they're nah, going to be No, they're going to be seated? like a six-seed, six-five-seed. But they're not, they're not top three, no. no. The hell no. But, I don't know. They're, they're going to be all right. I hope so, man. Do you, but, but, oh, what did you say? You you think LeBron's really as injured as he's saying, or is he just load managing? He's just load managing. Because he was running on that court. I'm going to be honest. Hell yeah. I, I've oh, seen him. See? I was like, you know, damn well. You're I'm going to be honest. There. If I'm LeBron, I'm going to do the same shit. I'm the, gonna, you know what? I'm going to sit out these games. Russ, AD, let's see how you I, do this. I, I get that he wants to see how they work, but my thing is, if he keeps waiting and they don't get to see how they mesh oh, together yeah, on the court, and they just learn right before postseason starts, then all the teams are going to know how to figure them out. I feel you, but I don't know. What... For me, I just think it's, like, LeBron trying to see what they're like. I don't think he's really that hurt. I just think he's trying to yeah. play it safe. And if I'm be honest, if I'm the Lakers, I'm playing it as safe as possible. Because really? look at how their season ended last year. Yes, AD fucking crawling his way to the court. LeBron's hurt. Like, you can obviously see from these past games that LeBron's played to the Phoenix series, night and day. But I think if you're going to do that, you might as well just run different combinations. Like, one plays with the other. Because if I, you're just leaving you. AD with Russ in there, AD's going to injure himself. But to be fair, five games, you know? Yeah. We're not really... like We're overreacting We, we don't know some... if Frank Vogel yeah. has that up his sleeve later on. I feel like that's what they should do, though. Yeah, Just, just run different combinations. And you know what's probably the worst part? They're probably not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, if like I'm being honest, I mean, Frank Vogel's not, not a bad coach, no, But so he's not the not... best coach, neither. No, he's not. He makes a lot of very questionable Yeah, moves definitely, definitely. And the rotation. But he's seasoned. I feel like he knows... Like, all right, I should probably kind of fuck with these lineups. To, but, be, yeah. to be fair, he did some, get some of the pieces he got back from the championship run. Yeah. So, 
And for me, the two adjustments that you really need to look at is Russ with AD, Russ with LeBron. LeBron and AD know how to play with each other already. Yeah. So I feel like that's the two that you need to look at, and obviously the three of them together. But Russ and AD is huge because yeah. once LeBron sits, I'm confident with a lineup, say, eight, seven minutes of LeBron, Dwight, shooters. I'm fine with that. If once LeBron sits out, you can actually trust R- Russ, who is a playmaker that LeBron's really never had. You know, he's never had anybody who, once he sits down, can really run that offense. I mean, granted, he had Rondo. Rondo wasn't necessarily what a shooter. What he is. Or a Ky- Kyrie, back in the days, was getting Kyrie buckets. You know, he wasn't really running that offense like LeBron is. He has somebody who genuinely, once he sits down now, is still going to get the whole offense involved. So, I don't know. I think... I think seeing how Russ and AD's chemistry, more or less, more than anybody else's, is huge. Um, I was just, like, hypothetically thinking, because I was actually watching highlights from the night before uh-huh. uh, the, the Thunder game. Um, would it be crazy, like, going into the playoffs, uh, Russ comes off the bench? I know it sounds crazy, and they paid him all yeah, that money. No, no, it's not even that crazy. Because, though. honestly, I feel like that would work. You have a rotation of, of your starting lineup is going to be Rondo. Uh, two Wayne Ellington slash Malik Monk. Um, give me, uh, Mella three. That I mean, that's what they've been running with so far. And then um, LeBron and AD. Oh, uh, you know what? I'll probably do Trevor at three. Honestly, yeah. I like Mello being their their spark plug. I like that Mello Malik Monk like one two off the bench. But I just feel like come playoff time, you would want that like original core in because they all know how to play together. You have a better chance of scoring, and then you can let that second group come in where you let. Russ facilitate, do what he gotta do. So it's the show is just him. I'm gonna be honest. As fucked up as it sounds, my ideal closing lineup for the Lakers does is, not include Russ. Right? It doesn't include Russ yeah, at all. It I doesn't agree. include Russ or Melo, respectfully. Yeah. It's, it's Avery Bradley at the one. It's Tht at the two. It's Trevor Reese at three. LeBron at the four, and AD at the five. That's a lineup that's switching on everything. It's gonna guard everybody, and like LeBron is the playmaker you need, and. When it comes down to a LeBron and AD pick and roll is one of the most efficient plays that... I, I think whether or not Russ starts or or is off the bench, uh, Rondo and Melo have to do the opposite. I, I don't like them on the floor with Russ, especially Rondo. Yeah, that, that whole that's thing terrible. is awkward, man. It's so weird. And then, and then Melo, he, he, he's all right. I know they've played with each other. Just um, they're both like not really consistent scorers like that. I feel you. So I wouldn't want them on the same floor, especially uh, Crunch Song. Melo's, I mean, I don't want to make it seem like I don't trust Melo in the closing yeah. minutes. It's just, I can definitely see teams being like, all right, Melo's on the floor, pick and roll. It's because he's a uh, defensive Yeah, it's, he's, a defensive he's not liability. the best defensive. You know, he's there for the offense. I agree. And so, like, when we're looking at Crunch Time, I'm looking at the last three minutes, you know, last four minutes. I mean, you could argue that when it comes down to it, Melo would be one of the people to hit that shot. But to even be in the position to beat it, there to hit that shot is what I'm looking at. But, all right, what what do you guys think about this? If you're the Lakers and you can go back in time, are you trading for Buddy Hield instead of Russell yes. Westbrook? I told you earlier yeah. today, I was like, honestly, that lineup would be way better because, honestly, you could potentially get uh, DeMar DeRozan within a package like that. If you're, getting, if you're shipping out all Maybe. them players, KCP. Who, who knows, though, because DeMar ended up getting... The only reason why he went to Chicago was because how much they were willing to pay him. That's man. true. Nobody else was willing to give him. Because, honestly, I'm going to be honest, he's overpaid right now. DeMar DeRozan is really good, but he's, he's not over 30 mil good. That's why everybody else, like Clippers and like other teams, they were trying to offer him 22, 23. 
Do you think he's underperforming right now? It's it's not. He's doing about what he thought, what I thought he would. It's just over thirty mil for Demar Derozan. I personally think is a lot, but with Chicago's chemistry and what they have going for them, it's perfect. You get me? Like in Chicago's position, I do it. In LA's, when you're doing that, and Buddy Hield is also making twenty mil a year. I don't think they would do it. But my only thing is, I don't think you get Malik Monk if Westbrook's not on the team. I feel like he's kind of an attraction, low key, and I don't think you get Kendrick Nunn either. Because Kendrick Nunn was offered more money by the Knicks, and he honestly ring chased. And I think it has to do with their young players, and it's Westbrook and LeBron. You know what I mean? I don't know if LeBron by himself gets that. Hey, maybe he does, you know? Because a, so. a lot of players do take pay cuts to play LeBron. But I feel like having that Westbrook is that little extra sprinkles, you know? What players have taken a pay cut to play with LeBron? Ray Allen. I mean, he's always... Young players? No, young players never happened. Oh, okay. It's never happened at all. But, I mean, players are always taking minimum. I mean, you always look at shit like, oh, damn, they signed another guy at the minimum. Yeah, that's true. Like, that first year when they came over here and they got everybody, Danny Green. Yeah, like... Literally week after week. Yeah, I remember that. Like, he always does people and... I feel like Ray Allen was one of the bigger names. That's why he was, like, the first one I said. Okay. But... What like they're just star players are attractions. Whether it's LeBron, whether it's because even for a while I feel like Danny Green was following around Kawhi. You know, like star players are just attractions. I agree, but yeah, I don't know that that whole Buddy Hield or Westbrook thing is it's a little conflicting for me because yeah. I like the fit of Buddy Hield more, but I don't think Buddy Hield brings those other people. That's with, true. With them, uh, Celtics to win team. You want to go on your team right now? Go for it, dog. That's um. Yours. Uh, how can I start? Uh, Schroeder's a bitch. We already know that. Uh, Josh Richardson's a bitch. I didn't know he was so bad, bro. I've never um, seen somebody fall off like Fournier's that. not on the team anymore, but Fournier's a bitch. That was such a loss by y'all, man. Um, Jason played terrible the first game, and Jalen stepped up, and then after that, Jalen's just been kind of inconsistent. It's only been five games, but that, that Raptors game, and then, um, I think today we had played the Hornets, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No wait, that was yesterday. No, yeah, yesterday yeah, we didn't play today. That was Poster City. But uh, yesterday, it, game, he, he was Great decent. Game. Great game. But yeah, I think they they both. I don't know. I think, I I mean we're not doing terrible offensively, but I mean we're we're second in points allowed. I I think it's mostly just we can't stop shooters. Robert Williams is averaging like four blocks a game for us right now. Yeah, dude, really good. The the Al Horford coming back was really good for us in the paint, but I don't know. We just can't stop just people from shooting. And like, yeah. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have a problem of never being good at the same time. Yeah. Like, it's literally one or the other. I feel like as long as they get on the same page, they'll be fine. But Josh Richardson, I've never seen somebody fall off so fast. Yeah. Like, one year, he's killing it with Miami, 16 points per game on really good defense. He gets He's a part of that Jimmy trade. He's with Philly. Looks like an awkward fit, so I don't necessarily blame that on him. Gets traded to Dallas for Seth Curry. It looked like Dallas got robbed in that trade because Seth Curry turned just kind of stepped up and Josh Richardson kind of shriveled. And then it's like, now he's with Boston. It's like, man, he's just really... I don't know what the fuck happened to him, to be honest. Like, it's just weird. Is he in the starting lineup? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I, I know so. Um, before the season started, we were projected to... Run Marcus Smart and then Schroeder off the bench, but I know they they start switching it up a bit. 
But I hate Schroeder. I I I thought for his contract, like I I would just been. You uh, would have okay. been okay with like, it, like, right? You just do what you got to do, but in those late minutes that Knicks game he was pissing me off so much he missed the wide open layup like, yeah, what are you doing terrible. out there was, man? so do you miss Kemba now are you okay with shooting uh, I, I hated Kemba being I don't know I feel like I'm overreacting by calling him inconsistent when he was with us I think it was more he needed the ball in his hands and I wanted Jalen and Jason to be the, those main guys and then just have him be a facilitator but he kept trying to take those shots, especially in the playoffs. He would screw us up uh, crunch time. I think, honestly, I think Dennis Schroeder still going to figure it out, though. Yeah. Because his past few games weren't that bad. Like, no. I'm just looking at it right now. Uh, last game, 22 points. He yeah. shot about 30, now about like 42%, six assists. The game before that, 23, six and eight. And honestly, Dennis Schroeder, like, I don't like him, but the one thing that I really, really liked about him every time he played with the Lakers was he was picking up guards full court like crazy, yeah. bro. Dude's a pest defensively. And I think offensively, again, new system, new team. He's trying mm-hmm. to cater to new people. It's going to take him a while to adjust, but you're, I'm beyond. I like Dennis. Like, yeah, me too. I, I hate him because of like how things went down, but he, he's, he's going to work out for y'all. Man, fuck Dennis. I think it's just a matter of it, if those three guys can all do well. Like you said, if they can all do well at the, the same, same page, time. Yeah. The defensive just potential, though, with that lineup is crazy, though. Because, like, if you got Dennis picking up people full court, you got Marcus Smart, you got Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Robert Williams, four blocks of Damon Dan, Al Horford. Like, there's so much defensive possibilities there. Jay Rich, as shit as he is on offense, he's still a good defender. So, it's like, I don't know. I just think they need to just get on the same page. Jabari Parker had a night, not bad game. Isn't he, like, on and off with the fucking team, too? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. They, they cut him, and then they brought him back up. Same day, too. So weird. But that's another team where it's like, I feel like people might start to panic. I'm not panicking on the Celtics. No. They're going to figure it out. I think the East is really good. We'll, we'll probably be like, I don't know, maybe six seed. Borderline playing. I know we were playing last year, but. I I feel like I agree with that. But once I start thinking about the teams in the East, y'all ain't going to be the six seed. Respectfully, I think they're going to be a playing team. I wouldn't. The East is good, man. I can see that happening. And then um, you got another team. We don't have the Celtics. There's Brooklyn Nets coming down. No, yeah, go for the Nets. How y'all feel yeah. about the Nets so far? I think it's uh, I mean, they need Kyrie back for sure. I, that's a that's a big part of their team, you know. I'll be honest. At first, I thought they. Oh no, I still think they could do it without him. I just think it's gonna be a lot harder. But James Harden's gonna figure it out. I know he's struggling right now. He's he's on his Shaq bullshit where he's starting off really fucking fat and he's gonna play his way into shape. And I'm pretty sure once he gets to the playoffs, they'll be fine. I would hope so. And, um, yeah, I just think James Harden should take the offseason a little bit more serious. You know, a little a little less parties, a little baby, a little more nights in the gym would have been nice. But, I mean, what do I know? What do I know? But, yeah, man, like, I just think, I don't really think it's the, I, lo- I know a lot of people are like, oh, James Harden can't adjust to the foul rule. Like, shooters, or, I mean, scorers, like, to his level of greatness are going to fucking they're gonna adjust. Win. They're going to adjust. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. I just think once he plays himself into shape, Nets are going to be dead. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of Harden getting it together. I think a little bit of Kyrie missing out does play a little bit of factor in the team. Yeah. Um, just because it, it does bring drama to the locker room, you know? It's just something like, is he going to come back? Are you not? Are you in? Are you out? Yeah, for sure. If I'm in that locker room, I'll probably like, yo, like, are you going to come in? They did say he was going to get his vaccine, though, or some shit like that. 
I mean, if I'm if I'm Tady and I'm all hard-hearted and I'm, like, really trying to influence, I know you can't force nobody to do anything, but it's like, hey, man, like, I'm really trying to win this thing, you Bro, know? Especially have... Harden, you know? He hasn't won a championship yet. Like, I would really be like, dude, like... They almost had it last year, too. Yeah. So it's like, you're not that too, you're not far away from getting what you want, you know? Um, or who knows, bro? The Nets might cave and just be like, fuck it, we'll let you play home games. No, nah, I don't think so. You don't think so? It's not looking like that. Or not let you play home games, we'll let you play away games. Yeah. I mean, we say this now, but they invested a certain amount into this team where it's like, dude, if we're fucking up, if we're the 16, 17, again, like, the East is good. You can easily slip out. If you're the 7 seed, like... There's a chance you might get in the plan. Fuck it, Kyrie, suit up. We're not about to be in this plan. Yeah. I could be wrong. You know, obviously, who knows how firm Sean Marks is on this, but if there's a chance that I'm in the plan and there's a chance that I legitimately get bounced before I'm in the playoffs, fuck that. Kyrie, suit up real quick. Like, yeah. nah. I don't know, though. I hope he gets it together. I haven't heard too much about that, which is a good thing and kind of a bad thing because it's like I want an update on what's going on with Kyrie. Um, I want an update what's going on with the team. But then again, that's probably like in-house shit. That shit that doesn't get out yeah. to the media whatsoever, unless you're a part of the organization. How um, do you two feel? Do you guys think KD and Harden by themselves is enough to get it done? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. They they didn't do it last year, but that's that whole thing where that Harden should have sat out. Yeah. I had I talked to you about it. He should have sat out that Bucks game. He, he did solve for them that, that elimination game, but... Missing three straight threes in o- yeah. overtime, just. But assuming Harden's healthy, you know he plays himself in a damn shape. And if we look at Harden's career, he's kind of been one of those like Iron Man people who like really doesn't get hurt often. Like this is one of the first times Harden's really gotten hurt like that. No, he's always healthy, so it's like assuming that tradition keeps and Tady Harden is healthy, chemistry is better. Do you guys think they can get it done, or do you think other th- these other teams at full strength? Nah. I, I will say, if they had this lineup, um, like Patty Mills and all those guys mm-hmm. last year in that Bucks series, I, I think they could have won. Oh, yeah. I think they could do it now, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I would I not have the Lakers over them, but Kevin Durant's the best player of all time. Or not of all time. What the fuck? What Damn, the fuck? We got best that on player, record. Best player in the league right now. We got what that on fuck, record. Bro, I'm about to hate myself for saying that. How do you feel, man? How do you feel for coming out? Nah, but Kevin Durant's the best player in the league right now. I'm, I ain't gonna lie, he might be the best scorer of all time. Just get me a bucket seven foot playing like a guard. It's hard it's to stop him. I don't know. But, but Kevin Durant's the best player in the league. I agree. When he's hot, you can't stop him. Facts. Right? James Harden, when he's hot, assuming he's what Houston Harden is, that's like top five player in the league when he's hot, assuming he's at that level. So it's like... Them two at full strength. You got good rotation players, Patty Mills. They have uh, Joe Harris. You know, that bench series, in my opinion, was an outlier. He's not really going to be shooting like that that terribly. But I think they've upgraded from last season to this season. Yeah, I don't like, know. Bench-wise, rotation-wise, most definitely. I'm not saying they're going to win it, but I'm I'm saying, like, I wouldn't be surprised. And to be fair, honestly, this year I can say that the, the East is stacked. Yeah, it's The good. East, there's a lot of contenders, you know? Anybody can literally flip the switch from this under 500 team. I mean, from this under 500 section and literally, like, make a make a run uh, later in the season after the playoff break. Might get the... Like, Pacers, I can see them still making the playoffs. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it's like I said, we're five, four games in for some of these yeah. teams. Like, we'd be insane to be like, oh, a team, you're out of the playoff picture. Like, you're not. It's four games, you know? Yeah. Four or five games. Um, last team under 500, we got Serrano. Scotty Barnes. Scotty, Scotty Barnes. Barnes. Scotty Barnes. Hey. hey, bro. It's crazy because all of us were like, damn, they passed on Jalen Suggs. Yeah. This is exactly why we don't work for the NBA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. NFL, give me a call. <laughs> bro, Scotty Barnes is good as hell, bro. He's averaging like 17 points, huh? With like nine boards, eight boards. Good-ass vision. Good-ass defense. My boy oh, Boucher fight, playing bro. like shit, man. Seven points a game. For, I mean, seven fantasy points. Are you kidding me? Get it together, bro. But, man, I, I, I'm not saying Trey Pascal, but Trey Pascal. <laughs> you do see the Raptors making the playoffs this I mean. Year? With the way, it's still too they're early. They're playing, you know? team. I mean, it's like how I said the other time. Like, they didn't, they're, they're the most interesting team going into this year because they literally played all 72 games last year away. They played in Tampa where they didn't even fuck with them like that. Yeah. So now half of your games, they're finally with the home crowd. And Toronto is different, bro. Like, it's not just the city. They got the whole last country. You know what I mean? Like, Toronto, Canada fucks with the Raptors. So, like, I just know that that, like, Fan president, it's just his different. So I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna be a playing team for sure. Can they beat a fucking team in sneaking? Most definitely, I wouldn't be surprised. But I don't know. In my opinion, trade Pascal for a, for a shock, a two, a good two. I don't know who that two is, but let's you, say you're gonna let Gary Trent ride the bench. Yeah, I think he's a six man. Yeah, he's been playing really good for them though. You know he is. Yeah. I wish Portland but, never. But, but he him. could be that spark plug. I don't know. Like when we look at, let's just say like, cause I like Precious at the five. I yeah. I like that three to five of OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, and Precious. Like, dude, that's good defensively. I like Fred Van Fleet. Fuck it, you might even be able to get a one, but that one has to be able to play two way, because Fred Van Fleet is six one. You get me? So it's like. Undersized. Yeah, I just think they need a guard. Another guard. A true guard? Yeah, a true guard. Who I don't know who that guy is, but like, if they get a guard, Toronto has a nice foundation. Like a B-plus kind of guard? Not yeah, a, like, like, I don't, I don't know who you can get for, for Pascal Shut realistically. Wall. Stop it. Um, <laughs> damn, who, who would you, like, let's say Shut one. on the wall. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's say one day, let's say Bradley Beal wants out. I don't, I don't think, think so. Pascal's enough, but Pascal a nice little starting piece. Yeah, that's not enough at all. No, it's not. It doesn't yeah. translate. But they would have I... to give up something more. Would you give up G- Gary Trent? Yeah. Pascal and maybe a first. Throwing Goron in that bitch. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know, bro. Obviously, that was just kind of me talking out of my ass. But Pascal for a two, it would be nice. But yeah, Scotty's been really nice. I I think between him and Evan Mobley, the those are my two for for rookie of the year so far. Yeah, I, I have, think I'll go for it. I was gonna say I have Mobley above him just a little bit. But. Yeah, no, Mobley's playing amazing, especially defensively. I I think with Scotty though, it's it's only been five games, but I mean two of those games he's had six plus turnovers. He's got to be careful with yeah. the ball. I think. Well, I mean, he he's a rookie. Yeah. That's stuff that's fixable. Yeah, I mean, drop. Fucking twenty five and thirteen on on the Celtics. Toronto really saved themselves by not trading for Ben Simmons, and not that obviously I'm a Ben Simmons guy, but like they were looking at potentially giving up OG and maybe even Fred, and now you have both of those two. And Scotty Barnes essentially brings you the same thing that Ben Simmons does, but more of a scoring threat. You know, obviously right now he's not at the level of defender that Ben is or playmaking, 
But it's that same type of, like, archetype, you know, where it's like you're a power forward because Ben is a four who is going to guard one through five. He's going to facilitate, run the offense, and get you some offensive firepower. So it's like you basically drafted what you were looking for in a trade, which is perfect, man, perfect. You guys have any final thoughts on this under 500 uh, section? Uh, Other than the two-win teams, just uh, trailblazers. I know Dame hasn't been really playing great as of late. Man, he's been really off it, but... Uh, I know trailblazers, though. They're they're one of those teams that just starts going on win streaks towards the end of the season, and then they just just Um, make the playoffs. They're at 500, right? Yeah, they're 2-2 right now. Do you guys think it's because of that new um, rule that was implemented, just like the Harden thing? You think that's what's fucking it up for Dame 2? Not necessarily, because he doesn't really foul bait like that to their extent, but I think it's just him in a slump. Slow start, maybe? Yeah. He'll get out of it, though. He played the Olympics, right? I think I he did. I don't know if it's on my head, I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch any Olympics. That could be a factor. But, I mean, yeah, with, with the Trailblazers, that, that happens every year. The the Kings, that offense is looking nice. Mm-hmm. Darren Fox has been kind of... Has been doing too crazy, uh, especially how I was gassing him up before the season. Man, did, that, our, did our takes age yeah. poorly, bro? That's crazy. I literally said like two weeks ago that he was better than Ja. And I, I just want to put that on record though. Ja's playing like an MVP right now. When we said that De'Aaron Fox is better than Ja, at the time, I stand by it. Yeah. De'Aaron was the better player. Like, nobody expected Ja to take the fucking uh, like, step up crazy, that he right will. We'll talk about them in a sec. Yeah. Because Grizzlies are also 500, so literally it'll be a sec. But I just want to give a quick shout out to Davion Mitchell. Because Davion Mitchell, they be calling him off night. Because, like, when he guards you, you're going to have an off night. Like, he's literally putting everybody on time. So. That's a hard-ass nickname. That shit is, bro. That's a hard-ass nickname. Like, there's actually a post that I saw, bro. He's causing so many fucking deflections, so many fucking, like, Didn't he turnovers. fucking lock up uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell, yeah, bro. These are, like... Are they low-key related? No. Nah. nah, bro. It's just very similar names. Damn. But, that sounds kind of racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, not necessarily, but... Okay, this was... Obviously, that had already passed, but at the time when they had only played, uh, I think it was just... Portland and Utah, he guarded Dam- Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, and Jordan Clarkson, right? Those are all the players that were guarded by him. 75 total possessions, only 20 points were scored on him. 27 shots were taken with him be- guarding him, only 7 went in. So 26% with him being the main defender. Only 10 threes were shot with him being the defender, only 3 went in. So, when players are shooting with him defending them, at least, obviously, super, super small sample size. I don't want to make it seem like he's a guy. But he's putting the clamps, bro. And I want to say only one foul. Wow. So, it's like, this man is playing defense, bro. And it's like... That's the defense I dreamed to play at one day. You think uh, they're going to move one of them guards now? Potentially. If they find a good Because I know him and Tyrese are going to want to keep. It's between Buddy and De'Aaron. I mean, should they just start over and fucking trade De'Aaron for Ben? I was going to say. Right at the four, and I mean, he got you Ben on that Kings team with Davion and... That is defense. And and the best coach ever. Oh, I hate Luke Walton. I'll throw Marvin back in that trade. Might as well, just to get rid of him. Might as well throw Luke Walton's ass in the fucking trade, too. Let's be real, because allegedly, you know, Rich Paul wants to get Tyrese Maxey out of Philly. Yeah. Obviously... Is terrible value if you compare one to one Tyrese Maxey for Marvin Bagley, 
But I don't think Ben Simmons alone. I mean, you could just look at look at it as like fuck it. I mean, Ben Simmons alone might not be able to get his De'Aaron, so let's throw in Ty- Tyrese and they'll throw in Marvin Bagley. You kind of kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, I know what it's Rich Paul wants. On both sides, does it really matter to anybody? Because at the end of the day, you're just an agent. But it kind of it settles everything. You make both parties happy. You really do, but. I don't know, man. I feel like that wouldn't be crazy. Rashawn Holmes for Sacramento is one of the most underrated big men. Yeah. Like, him and Jakob Porto, in my opinion, are the two most underrated standards. He went crazy last year, too. Bro, he did. He's he's really good, bro. But now that we're done with Sacramento, Memphis, man. Hey. Best offense in the league right now, right? Um, I think they're third in points, first in, I think, second chance points. Or first in offensive rebounds, but, you know, second chance points comes off of that. Steven Adams, man. Steven, I, I, I told you. That man's a break. He's that guy. The only thing with them, it's, I, I, I think especially with Dylan Brooks yeah. gone and Steven Adams, he's just more of, like, the rebounding guy. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, they're bottom three in points, field goal percentage, and three-point percentage. You think with them getting rid of Alan Chunas opened up the floor for them to give yeah. uh, more touches to Jaw? Yeah. yeah. Jaw's going crazy right now. I think Jaw's MVP right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's it's it was smart. And I know a lot of people were kind of like giving him hate because Alan Chunas was really fucking good. But I feel like people kind of overlook how good Steven Adams is in his role. Like, obviously, he's not yeah. as talented as Alan Chunas is, but he does everything you really want him to do, you know? It's like... Get the boards, play really good defense, be a really strong interior presence, and you have Ja to put in work, and then huge step up from D'Anthony Melton, huge step up from Desmond Desmond Bain, and then moving slow mo to the second unit to giving them like an actual playmaker. Like Memphis is making some moves, man, and they have a really good squad. Dylan Brooks isn't even back yet, so you Mm -hmm. can just imagine once he comes back, like Memphis is going to be nice. The only, my only nice. question is what's going to happen to that starting lineup once Dylan Bridge gets back? Because if I'm be honest, I think he should be a six-man now. Just because um, De'Anthony Melton, or maybe not. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Because if you put him in that six-man position, it really gives the Memphis Grizzlies, like, a scorer, you know? Like, Desmond Bain, I really like, but he's a... He's a very good complimentary piece, you know? Yeah. He's not a, oh, throw him on the bench, he's in an ISO and get you buckets. No, he's not that guy. He's a stand in the corner, move, or not even stand in the corner, move around that three-point line, start cutting, play defense. Like, he needs that guy with him, you know? And then De'Anthony Melton would be, I guess, the guy who might move to the bench, but I like the way he plays off of Jaw as well. So it's like, I don't know. I think it benefits everybody to have... Because Des- I mean, uh, Dylan Brooks likes to take his isolation shots. He's pretty shot happy. So it kind of makes everybody happy, in my opinion. But I don't know. A lot of people don't like me move to the bench, so who knows. Damn, he's averaging 19 right now. Who? Desmond. Yeah, bro, he's solid. He's really good, man. Mm. And steals and blocks. Like, two-way, bro. Like, Memphis is just built perfectly. Jaron Jackson, if he stays healthy, bro, perfect. Stretches the floor while Steven Adams plays. Like honestly, they might be the best defensive four or five in the league. And to keep and to top that off is like Steven Adams like doesn't really have a record of being uh of getting injured too much. So I mean, yeah. it's perfect. He's gonna be reliable for them. Not only that, Xavier Tillman, their backup. Oh, yeah. is really fucking good, and I like him because he can guard the perimeter too. So say they're cooking uh Steven Adams on a pick and roll too much, you know he just can't keep up. Throw Xavier Tillman in there. He's quick. He's agile. He's not getting the same amount of boards, but he can shoot the three. So it's like, 
bro, Memphis is built really fucking nicely. Do you play off wrong? Do you think they have a chance at the chip or is they can surprise people for sure? But it's it's really hard to say. On like some Atlanta Hawks type shit, they can make yeah. a deep run. Yeah, I could see I mean, that. Anything's possible now, especially with the whole COVID protocols. Like this is literally the most unpredictable time for the NBA right now. They're a really young team. I I, I think later in the season, the the defense is gonna pick up for them. It's only been five games. I think Jaren's gonna take a big step up with Steven Adams there. And then, like you said, when Dylan Brooks comes back, he he's really good defensively. For sure. All right, let's talk over. Let's talk about these five uh, over five hundred teams. Right, we forgot about the Nuggets. Oh, Spencer, my bad. What are they at right now? Two and two. two, and oh, two. two, and two. I didn't see that. Michael Porter needs to take more yeah. fucking shots, bro. <laughs> he's pissing me the fuck off. Take more shots, bro. They're there. And it's like it's pissing me off because he's still shooting very very efficiently. So it's like, you're hitting these shots, bro. Just take more. Like, Jamal Murray going down is the perfect position for you to get your buckets, you know? You, this is literally like... You got what you wanted. Now make fucking the most of it. Like, the first game, he was coming out and playmaking and shit. And it's like, don't get me wrong. Like, that's cool. But that's not what you're here for. You know what I mean? Like, we got Jokic on the team. But it's like... But Jokic is playing out of his fucking mind, though, bro. 27 and 14. Shit. Or 13 and a half, but I just round up. Uh, four point. He's not really passing the ball as much, but bro, he's scoring. He's on his like, I'm a dead as buckets. Well, yeah, they have a stacked team. I feel like they have a well put together team. You know, it's just a matter of the meshing. I know Aaron Gordon came out a little late last yeah. year in the season, so I feel like they still have to uh, mesh together. Will out. Barden has stepped up for them. Yeah, Will Barden's sure. looking really nice for them. Mm. Bro, I take it back, bro. Michael Porter's been playing like shit. <laughs> Oh my god. 11 and a half on 35% from the field. Maybe that's the fucking problem with this record. He ain't even hitting shots though. 3 for 10, 4 for 14. There's no reason, in my opinion, why Michael Porter should only be taking 10 shots. No reason at all. It says he's shooting 7 threes a game. But is he hitting those shots? No, he's hitting one two of them. I mean, he's going to bounce back though. Again, yeah. five, four games, it'd be crazy of us. But I just think Michael Porter needs to be more aggressive. And. That's basically it that yeah. I have to say for them. It, it's just Michael Porter. What you guys trying to do? Two, two and one or three and two? Uh, let's go three and two because that's still key. That's almost. That's um, almost. That's a lot. I mean, Mavs. I think Mavs. Mavs are two and one. They're the only two and one team. Um, I feel like that's still too early to tell whether they're gonna fall off or not. I mean. Two and one doesn't really give you a lot of work with, you know. But I, all I gotta say is I fucking I hate Jason Kidd, bro. I hate <laughs> Jason Kidd. I told y'all, bro. I hate him. They're not playing five out anymore, bro. They had fucking uh, what's his name, Dorian Finney-Smith posting up and shit. <laughs> and it's like I get it. Trey Young was his defender, but he have Cam Reddish and you have DeAndre Hunter right next know. to Trey Young. So the minute you kind of start to even slightly get to work on the post. One of those defenders is coming back at you, and they've been playing really good defense. So, like, Dorian Finney-Smith didn't do shit with those post-ups, but take the ball away from him. Hey, it's Trey Young, though. He's, Trey Young's got clowns. Uh, apparently. Look, look what he did to Ben Simmons in the playoffs. Ruined his career. Yeah, I'll be damned. <laughs> That's like, the real villain of the story. And it's it's pissing me off because I, I've always been like, oh, Luka needs to play more off-ball. 
which he's doing, but he's not even playing off ball. Like, they're not even, like, giving the ball to other people or having, like, a bunch of screens for Luca to run off of or nothing like that. It's literally like, oh, let's give Dorian Finney-Smith the ball. Let's have Willie Cauley-Stein take a mid-range jumper. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing, bro? That's Jason Kidd for you. I'm glad the Lakers got rid of his ass. As an assistant, I didn't think he was that bad. But as the main, like, Rick Carlisle, like I said before, is one of the best coaches in the league. To get rid of him and get Jason Kidd, is like a one big. of the biggest downgrades I've seen in coaching. Like, that shit's insane, bro. What was I gonna say? They gonna they gonna practice uh for the holidays too this year. Man, I fucking request the trade, Luca. I don't know, man. After that, what? Talk about those three and two teams, or yeah. All right, we got Cavs. The Ev- big ball lineup. Pause. Evan Mobley, man. Evan Mobley. Defensively, fucking amazing. Oh, Mavs did play today. Fucking amazing, man. Yeah, Mavs are three and one now. They, I was watching some Spurs. of the highlights, man. Yeah, Evan bro. Mobley, dude. I just aspire to have defense like that. One through five, bro. He's guarding everybody. It's fucking beautiful, man. Defense is an art, bro. Like, at first, score, I... scoring's cool and everything like that, yeah. but defense is an art, man. It's just when it's done properly, it looks so fucking beautiful. Bro, he's stopping people. You can't get past him, and he's fast, bro. He's so moving he's like, his arms around. If they try to move around him, like, he's shifty with it. He'll, he'll get back on him. Hey, forget what I said about him gaining weight. Do what you're doing, bro. That shit's working. Yeah. And it's like, it's just fast, bro. Like, you saw the possession where Reggie Jackson and uh, Terrence Mann, they both try to pull him out to the perimeter because, obviously, that's what you do with Ben Man. You pull him out to the perimeter, you're a lot faster than him. But... Evan Mobley is fast, bro, and he's long, paused. So it's like, you're not getting past him, bro. You, you think you are, and then his long-ass arms are right there. Yeah, and then he's just like, locking he's you, up. you yeah. So it's like, dude, he's good. And at first, I was like, when they got Laurie Martin in, I was like, there's no way they're all three of them are starting together. There's no way. Hey, that poster was but it makes sense. fucking crazy. Like, obviously, if you have Isaac Caporo out there, as good as he is defensively, he's not the shooter that Markman is, you know? And it's like, even though, like, obviously you don't want to have three seven-footers out there when only two of them could play defense, they have Laurie guarding the fours and Evan Mobley's actually guarding the threes. And on offense, Laurie Markman is the one in the three-point line. So essentially, Laurie's the three on offense, but the four on defense, which it's working so far. It's confusing, but it makes sense. Yeah. And then Darius Garland and Colin Sexton, they, they've been good. I still don't think they work together, but, yeah. th- I mean, they're putting up their stats. Only time will tell. Yeah, exactly. I like Garland, though. I think moving forward, Cavs' focus should be Darius Garland and, excuse me, Evan Mobley. We'll see, though. They have a lot of trade pieces to work with. Yeah. Like They have a lot of leverage. Big men. So is Laurie just going to be their new Larry Nance? Most Larry likely. Nance is good, though. Like, I don't know. I like that pickup a lot for Portland. Just because yeah. he, he can guard. He's their Aaron Gordon, essentially. He's guarding I, everybody. I think Portland upgraded. They have Danny Smith Jr. I like him you like a him lot. Long. Yeah. A lot. I know they fucked up. Um, where was he at before that? He was with... He was with the Knicks. He was with the Pistons. He was with the Mavericks. I mean, honestly, if Luka didn't become what he became... He would probably be still on a Mavericks, but the reason why they had to get rid of him was because he wouldn't adjust to play with Luka. But off the bench with the Trailblazers, I like it. Yeah. I love it a lot. We'll see if he stays in the rotation, man. But, yeah. What else we got? We got... Uh, uh, three and two. It's uh, 
Bucks, Sixers, and Hawks. Bucks kind of just riding it out. Same squad as before, just no PJ Tucker. Giannis. Uh, Drew Holiday's out. Oh, really? I, I have him in fantasy. He hasn't played the last three games. That's probably a possibility why, you know. One game my ass kicked in yeah. fantasy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. But, yeah, you know, hope he gets better. Um, I mean, you already know what they're going to be. Yeah, I'm not Giannis scared. is still putting up his numbers. They're the safest bet of winning the championship. Yeah. Because they have that chemistry built. And Giannis finally is developing a great mid-range game. I mean, it's not the prettiest, but, you know. What's going on? Honestly, it's not even ugly, though. It's not, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you see improvement in his yeah. game. I like that shit. Um, it shows that he actually wants to win, you know? Yeah, he wants to be great, but... Yeah, I can... I mean, it's the same thing as before. Grayson Allen was a great pickup, though. Two-way. They picked him up? Yeah, yep. they even extended him, bro. Oh, shit. Two-way, uh, he's a shooter. It gives him more firepower. So, I, I like that pickup a lot. Is Vincenzo finally back from injury? Not yet, I don't no, think not so. Yet. Not yet. No. But that's another guy, so it's like, I kind of okay with, I guess, PJ Tucker walking, because it's like, you got a lot of guard flexibility, and there might be minutes where it's like, Drew Holiday, DiVincenzo, Grayson Allen, Middleton, and Giannis is the five that they're rolling down. And honestly, all five of them play defense. So I, w- I would hate to be a dick, but it's just like, PJ Tucker, like, he guarded KD, and he still dropped, like, 40-piece. So it's like... But K- KD dropping 40 on everybody, though. That's not fair. Like, to... Like, it's like how when people are, like, using the, the finals against DeAndre Aiden, like, they're like, oh... He's not worth a match because Giannis babied him. Like, okay, who is Giannis not babying? You get me? Like, he babied Ben Simmons. Exactly. He's killing everybody. So for you to be like, oh, he's not worth this because this certain player destroyed him, this certain player is also doing that to the whole lead. So if you're using that mindset, nobody's worth that match, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like... Yeah, I'm not worried about them. I'm not worried about the Hawks. Slow st- it's not even a slow start. That's where you want to yeah. be. Three and two, I think. Cameron, this has been great off the bench. Yeah. Really good. Very underrated. Uh, right now, my current coach of the year is James Brango, because uh, he's the Hornets coach, and obviously they started off hot. But I think Nate McMillan is going to end up actually winning coach of the year, because I think, as fun tip is insane, I kind of expect Gordon Hayward to get hurt. I don't want him to, but... <laughs> I was going to say, when did you just, just say just that the way, Just the way things are going, and if we're looking at the odds, it's probably going to happen, so they're probably going to slide a little bit. So I, I can see the odds, just because of how much... Also, like, how many players they have that are, like... I think they have the deepest team. Like, good NBA players. I think even if somebody gets hurt, they'll kind of stay where they are. I see it. Uh, 76ers, too. They're, they're just doing their thing. Uh, especially with Simmons not there. They're just trying to figure out how to run things right now. But, I mean, they're 3-2. They're, they're, they're still going to be a playoff team. You know what they're going to do. Just think about the Hawks right now. They can't afford to pay everybody. Oh, no. So, who do you think is getting cut? Or getting traded? I like Cam more than DeAndre. Yeah, I'm being tough, honest. Bro, it's tough. It, it, it's tough. Because it's like, they already paid Bogdanovich. You haven't paid Trey yet. You already paid Kevin Herter. They trade John... I mean, they paid John Collins. Paid John Collins. You have to... DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish. Did they pay Capella? Is he still... Capella's still under contract. So, it's like... It's Collins either, got signed already. It's either Cam Reddish or DeAndre Hunter unless they trade Kevin Herter. I'm not giving up DeAndre Hunter. I'd probably trade Kevin, but I feel like they won't. Yeah, I'll probably get rid of and Kevin. Then I, I, I think the one thing that all of us talk about a lot is 
is the offensive gap bigger than their defensive gap? And I'd probably say so. I think, I, I think Cam Reddish can become a better defender. He's still pretty solid he's right a, now. He's honestly a good defender. Yeah. Though. So like, for the offense, they, especially in the playoffs, he picked it up for them. For for me, it's like Cam Reddish definitely, definitely has a better ceiling. Mm-hmm. But I feel like floor, DeAndre Hunter's better. But at the same time, like, Atlanta went as far as they did without DeAndre Hunter. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. He's expendable. Yeah. Let's see. You guys want to move on to the Heat? Uh, three and one teams, yeah. Heat and Timberwolves. Um, and Timberwolves. Uh, Heat, doing what they're doing. I like it. Tyler Hero, sixth man of the year. You, you said he's what, a- averaging the most shot attempts yeah, on the team, attempts, huh? Off yeah, the bench? Two more than Jimmy. He's seeing 21 off the bench. He's doing really good. Is he, is he taking more shot attempts than uh, Duncan Robinson? Yeah, he's the most yeah. on the team. Oh, shit. My bad. I'm not paying attention. I think coming off the bench yeah. was really good for him. He's yeah, it's perfect. It's like that Kobe White role, like just dead buckets. But yeah, Kyle Lowry's been good. He's not putting up the prettiest numbers, but Kyle Lowry has like a certain like yeah, like Chris Paul effect. You know, where it's like even if the numbers aren't good, you just see the difference in their defense. Like, not that Goran Dragic was a bad defender, but Kyle Lowry's a great defender. You know, so it's like. They have great defense. They do, man. So be able to roll out a lineup that contains Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bab Adebayo, PJ Tucker. Like, that's just unfair. And then off the bench, yeah. you got uh, Markeith Morris. Markeith Morris, Dwayne Dedman, another good defender. Yeah, uh, right, now, right now they're leading the league in rebounds. And I think uh, points allowed, too. Yeah, they're, they're, they're killing it. Who else you said? The Timberwolves? Yep. Timberwolves 3-1. Right Bro, Bro Anthony team. Edwards. Hey, D-Roll. I always thought Anthony Edwards was more like that, that that like spot up mid range or just driving bro, to the paint. He's hitting them threes. Hey, he's hitting three those threes. Score, Anthony bro. Edwards got dog in him, bro. Bro, I feel like Anthony Edwards is joining that like Derrick yeah. Rose and Clay Thompson group of like players that are just loved by the whole league. Yeah, I feel like everybody fucks with Anthony Edwards, bro. He's dope. Anthony Edwards points. is a dog, bro. He's hilarious too. That was funny. Yeah, story, bro. he's like Marshawn Lynch. Hey, for real. Yeah, he's funny. That fool probably drinks shots at Henley's before the game. He's, 25 points, four threes a game. He's in great. I'm be honest, D-Lo's the third option. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not. Uh, D-Lo's the third option. It's like, Kat got himself some help, man. And it's like... That's what you needed. Yeah, that's what he needed, man. Because Kat's one of the most talented offensive bigs I've ever seen. I think he's going to go down as the best shooting big ever. Hopefully. You know? And it's like, he he's good, man. You give him Anthony Edwards, D-Lo... They got pieces. They got Jalen, Jaden McDaniels. They got yeah. Josh Cody, Malik Beasley. They they got pieces, man. I'm curious. Yeah, Cat twenty eight points. They're they're both doing really good. Oh, he's cooking for me in fantasy. Oh yeah. Cat's defense is any better too? I, I think uh three blocks a game right now. I don't think Cat's a bad defender, man. Cat's had that reputation, but he's not a bad defender. It's just the rep. No, yeah, I think um he he'll get you blocks and like he can hold his own. It's just like those superstar centers. He he's getting bodied in there. But everybody is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like... You expect that already, so... Yeah. And if you can, like, neutralize what they're doing by bodying them as well, like, it's not that bad. What else we got? We got the foreign one oh, teams. Yeah. We got the Bulls. Bulls, Wizards, Hornets, Knicks, and Warriors. Jazz are the only undefe- undefeated team left in the league. I think we could all see the Wizards falling out of that group. Oh, yeah. I uh, know Kyle Kuzma fourteen and twelve right now. Oh, he dangerous man. Kuzma's cooking. Montrez Harrell. Kuzmania, he's looking hello. nice with it. 
I'm not gonna lie, they they're better than they were last year. They might be a playing team, but it's like Beal's playing like shit. Just, I think Beal's just trying to get traded. He should have gotten traded. I I've been saying he should have gotten traded like the past three. I can't wait till he gets traded. He deserves better. Imagine Atlanta pulls off a trade for Bradley Beal. That'd be laid out the crazy. pieces if you think about it. Give up. <laughs> what what's the defense gonna be in that backcourt? Oh, terrible! <laughs> it's gonna be terrible. But they gonna give you buckets. They gonna give you buckets. They can give up like fucking. Kevin Herter, Bogdanovich, Cam Reddish, keep Hunter because Hunter's defense is better. And then, yeah, I know how we're saying Reddish over Hunter, but if, if you're picking up an our score, it, yeah, it'd be really good to have Hunter defense. there. And then you, I wouldn't want to. You'd probably throw in the Neko or Kongu too. Like, and probably. Their pieces, they drafted Sharif Cooper, who was a good rookie, at Jayla Johnson. Like, bro, they're deep. I, I guess if that. you had to, you could throw in. Tony Snell, you know, I'm like... 50-50-100, Tony Snell? Bruh, what a god, man. <laughs> um, we'll, says, we'll save the Bulls. I know we want to talk about the Bulls. Oh, Warriors, man. um... Warriors, uh, they're going to make a deep... Uh, you know, Cur- Curry's Curry. I, I know we were talking about before. He hasn't scored in the fourth quarter in the past three games. Yeah. But he has a competent roster on him. Yeah, now, w- Wiggins has is, is been playing really Elisa. good for them. Bielitsa, especially that first game against the Lakers, he cooked you. Him and him and Draymond is like really really nice because like it works. When you look at like Draymond, he he works well with another playmaker, right? Yeah. So like him and Iguodala worked well. Him and Bogut worked well, but Bogut or Iguodala at that age, of course, don't have the offensive package that Bielitsa has. Yeah, this man can like run the floor as well and shoot the three, so it's like. You can roll both of them out together, and if you sub Draymond out, you still have that elite playmaker in Bielitsa who can still kind of run the same offense, and it's it's good. Otto Porter was a super slept-on pickup. Will Chamberlain. Yeah, bro. We'll see what's, uh, what's Clay comes back, what happens with that starting lineup. Is Jordan Poole leaving? Is Andrew Wiggins leaving? I hope it's Jordan Poole, respectfully, because I think Wiggins kind of fits more of that starting lineup. And I feel like he's, uh, he's starting to step up in his role, too, so yeah. it's like I wouldn't yeah. want to... I wouldn't want to sit him out, and then yeah. he loses all the confidence. And We'll see what Wiseman comes back. Is he cracking the rotation? Is he starting? What's going on with I that? wouldn't want to start him. I wouldn't either. Kevon Looney fits the system a lot better. I hate him. And like, I mean, you hate him, but he is a Golden yeah, State center. Like, he knows that role yeah. perfectly, man. And it's like... And now once Kaminger comes back, too, uh, Moses Moody, we'll see if he gets some more minutes. Like, they, they got a nice... Bro, the Warriors well-developed... Like, obviously, I love the team. That whole like cat trade is kind of out the window with how good the Timberwolves are being. But if you, that's the only player I would trade for. I like the group that they have. It's just a shame that they could have had Lamelo Ball instead of James Wiseman. Can you imagine that? Oh man, the league would have been a shambles. Who else did you say? For what the foreign one yeah. Um, Bulls. We'll talk about right now. Uh, Wizards. We said we got Warriors. We said it's a Knicks. I want to save the the Hornets. So, Knicks, they're doing their thing. Fournier's doing his thing. I'm not going to lie. Kemba's doing his thing. Rose is doing his thing. They're they're all... They're doing their thing. RJ kind of took a step back offensively, but defensively took a really big step up. Like, he had that... Right now, with the whole DeMar DeRozan thing, when he played Boston, he he had Jason Tatum, like, Mm -hmm. locked up, bro. Like, he's he's strong for his size, too. Like, he's hard to get through, and it's like... I guess it works just because of all the other shock traders that New York added. 
you don't need RJ to give you 20, 25. You He's know? starting to understand his role. Yeah, yeah. it's like, if you have, because they have scorers, man. It's like Evan Fournier, Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, Emmanuel Quickly, Alec Burks, like Kevin there's, Walker. Yeah, like, there's these players who are going to want the, their shot. So it's like, fuck it, let me just facilitate because he's an underrated facilitator play D. Nah, the Knicks are nice right now, man. Yeah. I can't even front. I even said I, w- I would be down to go to like a Knicks if they were to play over here. Or I would want to go to New York just to see a Knicks game. My Mecca probably hits different, though. Knicks Clippers will go watch them. I'm fucking down. Paul George goes off, man. We're all going to wear our Paul George jerseys? I uh, Stop lying. You have an enemy. I'll give you one of my jerseys. I got a Kawhi one. That's Do you shit. really? Yeah. Wow. I, I think I got two Kawhi ones and a Paul George. Because them shit's always be going on sale. Yeah. Hey, I believe it. <laughs> Alright. What do you mean by that? Are, are, are we going to talk about this right now? <laughs> we're not on the pod? Right what are you trying to say about me? What did he say? You say I'm broke. Stop shit, bro. Alright. So continue. What you moving in? Jordan one. Oh my god. I was seeing them fadeaways on y'all. Hey, he really <laughs> hey, he was a lot of samples, like, man. Yo, Nate with the leader, bro. It's hard to <laughs> Nate with the leaner. He got the oh Vince Carter uh, fade <laughs> sideways. Bro, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm telling you, that shit nasty. Oh, oh man. Hornets 4 and 1. They're first in points in the league right now. Miles Bridges Go is ahead, cooking. Man. Hey, man. Greatest fucking. Uh, I, I still hate you for, for picking him on waivers. Because I was trying to do that Kelly Olenek trade with you, jackass. Bro, you, but you, you didn't you respond. You say that like you didn't try to fuck me, bro. Hey, man, I've been hustling in this fucking... Bro, he's, he's a bitch. <laughs> Let me tell you what this fucking grimy-ass kid is. <laughs> so, I, I'm telling him, I'm like, yo, homie.og, I want OG, you know? Like, I'm trying to see what I can... Because respectfully, like, I, I was, I thought I was going to be able to finesse. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> you thought so I was like, you know, this specific person, you know, I don't know if they really don't be... And honestly, I feel like the trade that I offered was better than the trade that you offered. But also, I was like, yo, OG's going to pop out this year. And he's like, what, you really think so? I was like, yeah, man, like, Kyle Lowry ain't there. It's a lot more shots. You know, it's a new offense. We'll see how it goes. Pascal's going to be out for that first month. Interesting. That's what I feel says on that. Interesting. Hey, it's, it's all. Know. Hey, Chris. Come here, Chris. <laughs> no, I said, watch this. Hey, Chris. Yeah, come you here, gave him buddy heels. And it was like, hey, I need you buddy heels. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like it ain't no thing. Bro, yeah. I, offered, I offered him RJ Barrett, and this was before the slump, you know? Yeah. So, like, you know, RJ Barrett, like, I thought he was going to take a step up offensively, you know? Obviously, it ended up being defensively. He was but, trying to joke him. Stop lying. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> so this was like <laughs> Buddy Hill. I'm like, no. Nah, I, I seen the I seen the look in his face. I was, I was like, like oh, got, him. Got, him. got him. I was like, they just dropped to Davion Mitchell, he ain't gonna play. I was like, hey, don't listen to him. That was crazy. Hey, <laughs> hey, it fell right into my hands. I was like, this man just sounded like I a hater because he don't want to trade. I picked up the micro crate. I'm like, hey yo, Chris, did it smash the micro? <laughs> I was like, you just smacked him. But no bullshit, bro. This dude, like, I literally click on that shit. Bop. This will just smack my shit, bro. I was like, oh, my God. He's like, don't do that shit. That's, you know, buzz, buzz, my phone bars. I wonder what it could be. Check he that accepted shit. my trade. Yeah, bro. I just hear Ian, like, got him. I'm like, bro, pretty <laughs> killed, bro. You're Throughout insane. the whole time where he's all, like, trying to, like, tell him shit through the mic and everything bro, like I that, I was like, hey, salty, let me, bro. let me, let me, um, let me put, let me apply some pressure. I was like, hey, Chris. Sit on that. Let me know what you think. I pause. 
<laughs> hey, for real, that's my bad. Anyway, yeah, bro, I know a lot of looking pressed him after. I was like, bro, let me talk to you real quick. Sit down. I was like, in what world is Buddy Hill gonna play better? I felt like a fool after though. I ain't gonna lie, cause Buddy Hill went off. <laughs> but after that, you know, Mo Harkless been starting. Buddy Hill's on the bench. You know who's the starter? R.J. Barrett's the starter. But yeah, bro. Next time I see him, he's like, hey. I ain't gonna lie, OG kind of good. But I, I probably shouldn't have traded him. What the fuck did I tell you, bro? I said, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> and then, I know cool. since now that I know Allen wants him, I was like, hey, I got trade leverage, leverage on you. Nah, I ain't gonna deal with you. You're a stammering, bro. No, I'm not. <laughs> Hustling is all American sport, baby. That's all it is. I'm, I'm good off that, bro. Your price is too high. Nah. Hey, Loki, I was trying to fuck this for the pause. definitely. Me too, bro. I woke up on some bullshit, bro. Hey, man. You never Same know, shit. man. He's like, Hey, Kelly O'Leary for DeJounte Murray. <laughs> what the fuck? I told him, I told him, uh, OG Ananobly for, for LaMelo Ball. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you want OG? He's like, give me LaMelo. Even Chris, too. He's like, hey, give me Tyler Hero. I was like, nah, bro. Like, Tyler Hero gonna be sixth man of the year. He's like, nah, give me Tyler Hero. I was like, nah, I don't need him that bad. I just wanted a wing who could hit threes and then blocks. But it's all good. Because Desmond Bain was sitting. I picked up that boy Desmond Bain. He been, he been popping off. And then he was telling me how he wanted uh, Biles Bridges, and I was like, you know what? And he hit you with the interesting, huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm the one who I told him about Miles. I told him about Miles. He was Miles on G. his lunch. That's and I was like, hey, Miles is crazy. I'm going to get him off of waivers. That's but the- he had priority over me. <laughs> hey, hey, he's chewing his food. You just see him. <laughs> like smirking <laughs> shit, bro. Ass no, but then this motherfucker, I told him, like, yo, I'm thinking about picking Alex Caruso. Oh, yeah? That's crazy. Remember when we went to go do the drop? And then next, you know, I got the notification. The player that you have on your waiver list has been picked up. I looked who picked it up. This motherfucker Nate. I'm I like, don't even blame him. I didn't want Schroeder savage. though. I had Schroeder playing right there. He, I, I just dropped drum. I tried today. to give you free damn, bro. You took advantage, man. I'm playing for money. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good, bro. It's all good. Hey, hating on me, bro. Hey, but you, bro. <laughs> you finally got onto y'all, my shit. Y'all are real life hating on me, bro. Y'all nah. don't want me to go back to back. No, fuck that shit. We I'm not loving <laughs> that shit, that's to. for sure. I finally understand the you concept know why? of Because if I go back to back, the amount of shit talking that I will be giving oh, you know, is going to be insane. I'm going to oh. be coming in with a WWE championship belt, though. Okay. I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm literally, hey, if you do it, I would want to see that. <laughs> I'm going to literally take that money from the vet, go to the fucking Toys R Us at Walmart, buy myself one of them good-looking championship belts and just go to the store wearing it. Maybe even a crown. <laughs> uh, uh, the Burger King one? <laughs> That's funny. All right, so who else do we have left to talk about? (laughs) Just uh, the Bulls and the Jazz. Jazz, we have nothing bad to say about them. They're going to have the best record in the the league. They were like that last season. Nothing has changed. I mean, they have Hassan Whiteside. They have Rudy Gay. They have good pieces. Um, They're the same team. Yeah, but uh, Rudy, Pascal, and... um, Hassan. Yeah, that's no, it. Those are really good pickups. Yeah, too. they all were. They, that's what I'm saying. They honestly had a really good offseason, but they didn't fix their biggest problem, perimeter defense. Yeah. Perimeter defense is still their biggest problem. Royce O'Neal is their one stopper, but he's 6'4". And we saw when Paul George was against him that it's not enough. It's it's just not. And again, everybody gives Rudy Gobert shit. He did what he had to do. Clippers are playing five out. He wasn't leaving Terrence Mann on the corner wide open from the get-go. He was guarding the corner, but... Paul George kept blowing by fucking Royce O'Neal. Blows by Royce O'Neal. As a big, obviously, you're going to defend the paint. Ergo, you leave your corner shooter open. If Royce O'Neal doesn't get blown past by, that whole situation doesn't happen. So, like, I don't think Rudy Gobert 
is as big of a fault as people made it yeah. seem out to be. And I just think that if Utah would have picked up another, like, I know Tory Craig was available, that would have been perfect. Just another big body, you know? That's what I think they need. But well, we'll see. I think they're still going to run the the West. Yeah, for sure. At least in the regular season. Yeah. yeah. They might be the one, one, to, one to three. We'll see, sure. though, because Mike Conley's actually going to be healthy. Maybe he steps up this playoffs. Donovan Mitchell, we've already seen what he can do in the playoffs. Uh, maybe they got passed out so they can run him at the five. Because I, I don't think Hassan should be ready the five for closing minutes of the yeah. playoffs once teams go five out. Maybe Rudy Day might. Who knows? Like, I don't know. And then next up, we got Bulls. That's the last of it. That's the last of um, it. What do you got to say about the Bulls? I mean, all I... All I really have to say about the Bulls is just um, their showtime. You uh, unretire number twenty three and give it a Caruso. I think that's that's the one thing you got to do, and then you're set. What number? Does uh, I, other than Tyler Hero, you know, I I got Caruso for six men. Man, I was man's putting up three and a half steals off the bench. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't realize how good Alex Caruso was until oh, he, yeah. until he left. Bro, I our perimeter defense has been so shit. Because not only Alex Caruso, but also mm-hmm. KCP. Like, those are the two guys that we're kind of throwing on people. And it's like, and Schroeder, so it's like, we lost all three of them. You're placed it with, like, Malik Murray, Carmelo Anthony, you know? like What's wrong with Carmelo? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You're getting blown past by we're talking about defense. What's wrong with Carmelo? You see that three he took? I, I seen it. I seen it. Bro, Josh Diddy gave him a perfect pass. Because that's Josh Giddy. Josh Diddy was like, hey, you right know what, Melo, you might. We'll take this shot. <laughs> I would have gave him the shot, too. And Melo said, all right, bet in the air about that shit. But I, I, like, I, I love Carmelo. I cry uh, sometimes. Lonzo's hitting them threes. Hey, Lonzo's looking dangerous. Bro. See, Lonzo's I, averaging two blocks, two seals a game. I just want to call Stan Van Gundy real quick and be like, you see what happens when you play about the point? Just hand it. That's all I have to tell her. Fuck Eric Bledsoe. That shit was the dumbest shit I've seen in my life, bro. Like, that... Those are the type of things that I'm like, damn, trap your coach. <laughs> like, Eric Bledsoe with the one, Lonzo with the two. Hey, Lonzo, spot up so Eric can play mate, huh? Like, bro, what? That's insane, bro. Then you wonder why Zion's unhappy, bro. I'll be on some bullshit. Zion lost the perfect point guard. He really did, bro. He really did. <laughs> He's got Devontae Graham, though. Hey, he fits, though. He really does, though, because it's like, once you have, like, Obviously, because even right now he's playing good, but once Zion's playing, and it's like Zion and Ingram are attracting that attention, Devontae's really good from three. But that's a nice pickup. Chicago, I don't know why. I was ready to tell y'all that they they weren't as good as it looked, but that New York comeback was huge. Mm-hmm. Just because before that, they were playing a bunch of shitty teams, you know? It's but, on some Denver Broncos type shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's uh, all the teams. Uh, before we wrap wrap it up, uh, just from what you've seen so far these past five games, um, early season award predictions, okay. anything like that? Uh, Are we doing which I'll see predictions or if the season ended today? Just just how they're going right now. Okay, I, I think that that's only fair. You want to go first or I go first? Uh, MVP job rat. I got John uh, Morant. Uh, we can all agree on that. Was it John Morant front runner Steph Curry? I agree. Uh, Slash Katie, what's the what's another six man? Six man, Tyler Hero. Uh, Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. Uh, rookie of the year for me is Jalen Green. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna blossom later within the season. I have high hopes for him. I got Evan Mobley only because Scotty Barnes is a minutes are gonna go down a lot once Pascal gets back. Obviously not a lot. I still think he's gonna be playing a good amount of minutes, but 
he's I don't know if he's still gonna start. I don't know if they plan to cause he played the one in college. I don't know if he's gonna do that now. I hope not. But you never know. But I think Evan Mobley, I think he's super good two way. He's really good. I'll probably say Evan. Just the only thing with Evan, what he does doesn't really show up on stats. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. But defensively, he's he's amazing. He's insane, yeah. That's crazy how Kane... Kane hasn't played a... He hasn't played, so yeah. it's like... But I think Kane's going to be dead. You but think it's he's like, going to have a run at rookie of the year, or hell no? It just depends on how many games he misses, because everybody's been good. I mean, it took Jalen three games to hit 30. And then Evan Mobley, like, no bullshit, I think, could be all defensive second team in his rookie year, which is crazy. And, and I think... Did DeJounte Murray do that? I want to say DeJounte Murray did that, or his second year. But I think so. Yeah. Uh, defensive player of the year? Any early predictions? Mm, I'm going to go... I think Bam out of Biles going to win it this year. I think there's no way in hell Rudy Gobert wins another one, right? He's no. overrated. I feel like he's... I feel like they exposed him. He's I mean, overrated. And it, well, I just think it had a lot to do with the whole perimeter situation. But there's just no way in hell that voters are going to vote for him after what happened last year. So I think it's either going to be Bam out of bio or Draymond Green. No, nah, give me Bam. I don't see Draymond getting it. Like if Golden State ends up being like a two-seat or something, I could definitely see Draymond. If Ben Simmons somehow comes back, he could put potentially yeah. in that conversation. But as of right now, I don't see it. Uh, what Coach of the year? Coach of the year. Hornets. Hornets? James Rago? Probably. Um, who's the Grizzlies coach? I want to say Taylor Jenkins, but I'm not yeah. too sure. I could be wrong. I feel I'll probably say Hornets. I think I'm going to have to go Hawks. I think, yeah. I think they're going to be there. With the Hornets, I, I want to see them roll out this lineup just because they've been having a P.J. Washington and Miles Bridges run some five. I want to see what would happen if they put LaMelo, Gordon Hayward at the two, or Kelly Oubre, the, whichever one of the, the other. So basically LaMelo, Gordon Hayward, Kelly Oubre, Miles Bridges, and P.J. Washington. I feel like all five of those guys can pass, dribble, shoot, and defend. It's a crazy lineup. P.J. has got to step up. Bro, he has Man's fighting for a contract. Bro, honestly, <laughs> mental Man's health is like every day. Mental health is a real thing. And maybe PJ Washington just needs some time off, bro, because like his life is tough. Bro. You're averaging six points. You know, that girl's evil too, bro. Money. That girl's evil too, bro. It's crazy. She went to a college just to hide your sons. That's crazy, bro. That's that's. This I, bitch, I see that shit on Twitter, bro. That shit's insane, bro. This bitch is really chasing life. Like, can you imagine, like, if a if a guy did that, like, how much shit he would get for that? Like, that's so like real life pedophile shit. This is why I'm scared of women. That's just gross, bro. Like, real talk. <laughs> like, it's just nasty, bro. Yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I throw that in there, bro. Like, genuinely disgusted, bro. Don't you just hate when I Like, women. I genuinely just look at her, and I feel like I have to take a shower. I mean, she's bad <laughs> as fuck. That's the worst part, bro. Bro, it's not... Nah, bro. But, I mean, nah. it's just, like, it makes her so disgusting, bro. I just feel like... just. Gross, bro. Like I'm telling you, bro. I feel like even talking about it, I need to hop in the shower, bro. I got sweaty out of nowhere right now. <laughs> Women. All right. Um. Let's uh. Just, when I like, see Nate getting pissed, <laughs> he's like just every time. Like, I gotta go through my followers and see. I gotta see who's following this chick and then just block all of them. <laughs> like her nope. mom's doing. <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah. Uh, we did Coach of the Year, Most Improved. Oh shit, Most that's, Improved. Uh, that's hard. Most Improved. Ricky uh, Rubio. Uh, Jabrat? Nah. If he's if he's a. Uh, I mean, he was averaging like eighteen. Last he was year. averaging nineteen though. Yeah. He's going up to twenty-seven. That's an eight-point increase. Most Improved. Give me. I feel like. Let me see. Ricky Rubio. Because if I'm not mistaken, Ricky Rubio looks nice. Though, I'm not gonna Tamari. lie. Uh, damn, it has to be a contender. I'm trying to think. But like if I, if I'm not mistaken, bro, all the Andrew Wiggins, all the most improves lately have been like good players who turned all stars, right? Lonzo, Andrew so Wiggins, like, Julius Randle, Kuzma. Let's look at the last most improved winners, right? We got Julius Randle, Brandon Ingram, Pascal, Oladipo, Giannis, CJ, and Jimmy. So all of those before were like good players who turned into all stars who kind of took that jump. I feel like John Morant fits that category. I feel it. You get me of like good players who kind of. Took their like I'm here year. Okay, but let's say he let's say he does take MVP. Who's the front runner? Who's I mean, like, realistically, I don't want to sound fucked up, but I don't think John Rat is actually gonna win MVP. Watch him win MVP. I mean, I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think their record is gonna hold up. What's absolutely you know I what know. I mean? But I think most improved is a really. I, I give it a jump, but who's the second place? Who's behind him? I mean, hopefully, fucking Michael Porter steps up. Dejounte Murray. Andrew Williams. One of the Spurs dudes, whether it's him or Keldon Johnson. D'Lo? I don't know, because he was already averaging 20. I think How much was Ant averaging last year? I don't think they'll give it to a second-year dude. I feel like that's one of those, like, unwritten rules. too soon. Because it's like, you're expected to improve. I forgot. But I would say if if Michael Porter steps up, that could be him. I feel like I was going to say somebody else. Lonzo for DPOY. If, was, if he can keep averaging two blocks, two steals a game. Alex Rose for MVP. It'll be crazy. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, y'all. We're about to end it off. Um, work's been crazy, so you gotta, gotta you guys kind of kind of bear with us. Um, I think I might have mistakenly forgotten <laughs> to upload the last episode. Uh, so that's probably going to come out tomorrow, if anything, if yeah. I do remember. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. And then, uh, if anything, I'll drop the ep- this, then this episode Saturday or Sunday. I don't know. Just to give you guys time, you know? To all our 12 viewers, we appreciate you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Loki, you, you and me got to spread the word. It, I've been it's telling y'all motherfuckers. I've posted it once. You ain't never posted no, it. No, I know, man. You have, it's because you got all sure. these holes. You're a fucking liar, bro. <laughs> they just don't want people to know. Hey, for real. <laughs> Nate's like, nah. Why are you holding this back, dog? <laughs> we could have a deal already. <laughs> we trying to bread chase he over here. You. Stop trying to throw me in that category. Right? I'll sign that sponsorship. I'll pull, up, I'll pull up the Instagram archives. Bro. He said, I'll pull, gra- pull up the stat sheet right now. I got receipts. I got receipts, man. I got DMs saying how how they fuck, how they they fucking hated Alan's first take. Hey, that's what I said. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, y'all, we about to end it off right here. Sure. Uh, we'll catch y'all on the next one, all right? Uh, peace out.